7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program... The one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hola, que tal? Hello. And <laughs> doing well, doing Kisses well. It is Friday. It is Friday, and I am feeling Friday-ish. Uh, and, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, joining us as always. Welcome, sir. Hi. Hi there. Oh, um, Joe Biden was here. That's right. I did hear that. So, yes, the electric mm-hmm. city got a little more electric there. Yeah, I was filming down there near his old old neighborhood. Very cool. Very cool. So, Can you hug you, Joe. <laughs> don't make don't make jokes about that. Um, I think that whole story is. I think it's all ridiculous. A bunch of shit. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. You mean like a pile of crap? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I I concur. I just want to come down on. You know, we had we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with our good friend Zelda McGregor, mm-hmm. and I conceded that there might be a generational difference. But I'm telling you, man, the media is trying real hard to make the fact that he is a hugger. Um, it it's to me, it really is too much. I, I I concur. I mean, it, we all saw the pictures of him, and I I made comments about him before. There was like the one where he was hugging the, like the biker lady or whatever, and I was like, yeah, you know. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't no, even want to know. discuss that because it's not an issue to me. No, okay, you know. Sorry, I still. No. no, it's okay. It's still relevant, guys. It's you relevant. Don't have to make it a big thing, but. No, no, I'm not. I, I, I agree with with your reign. I, 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 I look. I come from an Italian family. We're not only huggers; we're kissers. Yes. Okay. Uh, men kissing men, which, you know, in the old days was not. Everybody looked at us funny, but but Italian families, men kissed men, men kissed women. Uh, yeah. You know, so I. But when I was in my work environment. When I was a manager, I wouldn't think of hugging anybody. You know, like yeah, it, it was the place where you don't do that. When I was at home with my family and friends, we hugged, we kissed. Sure. Okay. Um, not n- nothing sexual meant by it. Um, and so I didn't even think it was like a power play type thing to be honest with you because i know what you're talking about joe 
And no, I know that it, when we a, talk it's about a form sexual, of affection. yeah, when we talk about sexual improprieties, um, there there is something to be said about it being a power play. And yes. I, I I feel like when it comes to this whole Joe Biden thing, I think it's it's really one of the most stupid. It's stupid. This is this is part of the both siderism of the, mm-hmm. the mainstream media. That's what this is. It well, is. I mean, in the, I, in the I, right I wing, they have to find they have to find guilt on both sides. Well, in the I, right I wing, is, the right wing has been going after Biden for for years on this stuff, and they finally got one woman who said, "Yeah, he invaded my personal space," and now they're like, "You see, you see, he might as well have just grabbed her by the pussy," you know. But she also said it wasn't it wasn't you know sexual abuse or sexual inappropriateness. Yeah. What she said was. He made me feel uncomfortable. And what I I did say this on Bob's Facebook page, and I feel and I I know you don't want to talk about this, but I really feel like I want to get this out there now because he's probably going to run and I still don't have a decision. I feel like she, Lisa Lisa Flores, and Joe Biden are both public figures. And this happened in twenty fourteen. And she didn't have to talk to him or say anything about it that night. It could have taken her a couple of days to feel uncomfortable about it because I have been in that situation. I do have friends who they're they're and they're good friends. I want to make this clear. These are not acquaintances. They they don't have a problem because they're Italian coming up to me and give me a kiss on the lips. Yeah. Okay? I don't want them to kiss me on the lips. And for years I would turn my just turn myself they, they weren't trying to be inappropriate. It made me feel uncomfortable. It's just what and they I did with their telling, family. Yes, and I remember telling Bob at a certain point, look, I feel like at a certain point, if this doesn't stop, I want to tell said friend. Said friend, stop doing that. He's still a very dear friend. But the thing is, is that I was more than willing to go up to this friend and tell him, can you please not do that because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Flip this around. Lisa Flores is, you know, she's she's a progressive woman. She's a strong woman. She's she's uh, you know she's a feminist woman. I, I really wish she would have told him that she was uncomfortable about this years ago. And I really truly mean this. The fact that it came up here seven years later, eight years later, it it, it we need to do better. And this is going to piss some people off, but we need to do better as women in telling our male friends and acquaintances what you have done makes me feel uncomfortable. And this is not something that should have ever had to come to the public for. No, she and, had a chance. And on the same token, years ago. And on the same token, men should be a little more mindful and and maybe think you know maybe what's appropriate at Christmas dinner isn't uh, appropriate for, you know. I agree right. with that, too. I do agree exactly. with that, too. That's why I said I do believe that she was uncomfortable. I, I just, I needed to get that out. All right, Joe, do you want to, you want to say anything else about this before well, we... Well, the only thing I, wa- I wanted to say is, is, is that another thing that makes this whole thing suspect is that suddenly Joe Biden hasn't announced yet, and he's, he was leading in the polls, yeah. right? And, and, you know, this woman is was on the board of directors for the Bernie uh, Sanders 2016 election. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, she's a Bernie supporter. Okay, when you mix that up with knowing Joe Biden and and the way he he's he's in your space, that's the way he always was. Knowing that this happened in twenty what twelve eleven twelve twenty fourteen twenty fourteen. Uh, yeah, it was. And that that this suddenly comes out now makes me uncomfortable. I I agree. Like I uh, said, I, I really feel she would have addressed this with him privately. There's I would no imagine. I would imagine she if, could not have done that. I would imagine that if anybody Rain did something that, as you said, made you feel uncomfortable, you would address it at some proximity to the event. I mean, yeah. Why? Why would? Why wouldn't you say? You know what, Joe? I don't. I don't think. I don't, I, you know, I'm not a hugger, so you know, don't do that. Yeah, yeah it's like I, mean, I don't think she would have had to fear retaliation from Biden over something no, like this. No, that's the other thing. I mean, come no. on, man, it's Joe Biden. It's not freaking Weinstein. And I know everybody has made it clear that this is not a sexual assault. But I, I'm telling you. And I say this again, and I know I don't, I don't have the right to speak on behalf of all women, and I don't. I speak on behalf of me. When things make me feel uncomfortable, I take pause, I take a look at the situation, and I sit back, and I'm like, all right, I want to see if this is going to stop. Um, and there are people out there who know, and people on Facebook, which I know is different than a physical, you know, interaction. But when when people have said things on my Facebook page that I felt uncomfortable, I'm the first one to say, you know what, I don't. And I'm also somebody who will tell you in person, I, I need you to stop this. This behavior has been happening for a while, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And so I, I just wish that she would have addressed this with him privately yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, and people's perceptions of what happened change. If you read the article, I think it was in the Washington Post, of the woman who proudly put a picture of, uh, it was Joe Biden touching foreheads with her. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she said she proudly displayed that for years on her mantle until other people said, oh, that looks kind of creepy and made her feel uncomfortable over the years when she didn't feel uncomfortable standing alone. Well, when other people pointed out, well, that doesn't look, that looks kind of creepy. Um, somebody made the, made the remark to her, it looks like he's, he's going to kiss you. Um, she took it down. And it, it was the subject of, of an opinion piece in the Washington Post. People's perceptions of things change over time, too. It, they do change. And that's why that, that conversation that we had with Zelda McGregor so many weeks ago, I felt was really important. Because Zelda said that she was never Biden. She said, no way. And I do remember saying to her, I respect that. I think that we have a generational kind of, you know, Joe Biden is, could be my, my grand, no, I don't know. He could be my grandfather. Sure. And sure. Zelda could be my daughter. So I'm kind of stuck between these two generations. And the one above me, like the grandfather generation, I understand that. And I'm trying to understand <clears throat> Zelda's generation, which is hard for me because I'm I'm not a parent. And they're whippersnappers. There, there was a time when that kind of <laughs> that kind of 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 um, of uh, politicking 
was pretty standard. Um, oh, yes. Hugging, yeah, hugging uh, you know, putting your hand on people's shoulders, things like that. In the yes. 60s, in the 50s, oh, maybe even on. going even, through the 70s. Even this decade. But, but as I said, things change over time. Right. And it, so what was appropriate 20 years ago or 10 years ago may not be appropriate. Our, our, what we call ourselves, how we refer to ourselves, African-American, we don't say Negro anymore. Yes. Okay. Yet, how many speeches from presidents did you hear them say the word Negro? Ronald Reagan. Well, yeah, yeah but, but uh, you know, Lyndon Johnson, uh, when he was passing the Voting Rights Act. Yes. Um, but you don't say that word anymore because pe- you because you respect what people want to be referred to, how they want to be looked at, how they want to be treated. So when when culture changes happen, you change with the culture. That doesn't make what you did in the past a, a retroactive crime mm-hmm. or insult. And that's a if really I good point. The, if I said the word Negro when I was in in, in high school. It isn't the same as if I say it now, because I know that that's that that's a derogatory term that 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 a certain group of people don't like used to refer to them. So you change, you change with your culture, and you yeah. respect that. And and that's why I I think that I I hope and I believe that Joe Biden will be okay. I hope I that be, I think he will be. I I. I if he doesn't get the nomination, I don't think it's going to be because of this. Let me put it that way. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I, I, the reason why I brought up the hug was because I felt like, I know, Kenny, you didn't want to talk about this, but I think it's important that we do talk about it. Because times times are changing. And I'm try, I tried really hard not to quote Bob Dylan, but they are Thanks. changing. And <laughs> but, um, but she did. I, I did. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Damn it, Kenny. Damn it. <clears throat> He's not the worst but, of the offenders from that era musically, so please proceed. <laughs> God damn it, Kenny. But the, the point is, is I I don't want to be conspiratorial. I do believe Lisa Flores. I also find it very, like I said, I find it very interesting that she, she did work. For a Sanders, um, either pack or, or no, I don't think well, it was a pack. I think she worked for his um, she was Sanders some, Foundation. Some, yeah, some board or something. Yeah, yeah. whatever it was. Um, but I don't even want to focus on that so much. I just feel like, you know, if 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 we as women, if we are going to be strong women, we need to be strong women, and that doesn't always mean taking out your it, it doesn't mean always putting out your um, problems in public. It doesn't mean keeping it a secret and not saying something about it. But it means, you know, sometimes it's pretty responsible to be like, I'm going to pick up the phone and call up, you know, the Biden campaign or call up the Biden, whatever. He, he doesn't have a campaign, but, but call up his office and say, look, dude, I hear that you're running for president. I need you to know that I was really uncomfortable with what you did four, five, six years ago. Because if she is, and she is a she is a public servant, she knows how the medium, the, the meat machine works. Um, I don't think she cares, though. I mean, you know. Well, 
that's that's kind of a problem for me too. I, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's one thing when you have. Um, now I'm not even going to get into the. I'm not even going to get the, into the comparison games. We all know what the fuck happened with Trump. We all know what he got away with and what he continues yeah, to get away with. I don't want to get into the comparison so, game either. I don't. So I, that's I just why I'm calling out. Just discuss, I'm yeah. calling out things on our side. Yeah. We can we can do better without giving red meat to the right wing. Sure. So anyway. I have um, a rabbit in my house. You, oh, that's right, you do. Do you want to tell everybody what the big news was? That was what I wanted to start off with. Um, you have company from out of town. You do. Tell the people. They are from, they are from the, um, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. That's right. It's Mr. and Mrs. Trojan Rabbit are in our house. I'm going to have to give that uh, what we always give on the program for gr- glorious events. And I'm in. And I believe Paul will probably be joining on Bobber's line at some point uh, this evening, which is very exciting. Yeah, they got to figure that out. And I'm uh, not in your woman, not in your woman cave, not in your woman cave. No, not in my woman cave. And I'm going to be subbing for Paul on Paul's memory bank. And I'm going to don't worry, everybody. It's not going to be all heavy metal. Um, it's not going to be any heavy metal. There might be one hard rock song or two, a hard rock song or two, but it's going to be an in memoriam show because we've lost a lot of great artists this year, a lot. And I know Paul is good at that. It, it, you know, playing, you know, tribute, you know, paying tribute to some a, a lot of different artists on his show. So I thought that that would be good, and that I thought would fit in Paul's wheelhouse pretty cool. So. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming up on Paul's Memory Bank this Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. So I expect all of you to be there and support me. Um, so <laughs> I'm as needy as Trump. Uh, not really. Um, no one is. No. So anyway, um, let's let's get to Trump and his, his neediness real quick. I have a clip here I want to play for you. You might remember a certain individual who did... The White House correspondent, the last kind of traditional White House correspondent's dinner. And her name was Michelle Wolf. It still is Michelle Wolf, actually. Um, and uh, she, uh, <laughs> she was noted for uh, saying this about um, uh, Sarah Hickabilly slanders. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. Yes. <laughs> it's probably lies. <laughs> it is lies. We definitely know that oh, now. It's lies. Yeah, we, there's no maybe anymore, Michelle, but thank you for being optimistic back in the day that you're a sweetheart. Um, but uh, the, she was being interviewed. I'm not sure who was interviewing her, but uh, it was like I think it was like a Vanity Fair event or something like that. Uh, but she was being interviewed about uh, whether or not Trump would, you know, why, why won't Trump go to the, you know, is it good? Is it bad? Should he go? Will he go? It was pretty hilarious. Just found out that President Trump is not attending right. for the third year in a row. I'm wondering what you think that says about President Trump. Um, you know, he's probably just really busy, you know, he's got to golf and, um, you know, honestly, I don't know if anyone really wants to watch him eat. So I think (laughs) it's for the best probably, you know, and you know, you got to love someone that, uh, that just can't handle being made fun of, you know, so you don't think that he should attend. 
I think he doesn't have a big enough spine to attend. You know, I think he, uh, you know, this person that can't take someone making fun of them, you know, I, I don't really... I don't really care about him. <laughs> if he does go, if he changes his mind, what would your advice be for him in that room? Man up. <laughs> Suck it up, cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, according to one of my favorite Veep quotes, man up or pussy down. Oh, there you go. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I, I love that because, well, first of all, I love the dig, you know, I don't think anybody wants to see him eat. <laughs> you are right on that because we know what it sounds like when Trump eats. Let's have a shot. Oh, please, God. And we've seen uh, pictures of him eating pancakes at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, the most. And uh, shark stains playing <laughs> tennis. Oh, my God. <laughs> also true. Factual statement. Uh, um, yes. So, now, this is where this... this uh, I don't know if anybody's heard Trump of late with his... I mean, just whirlwind of obnoxious and incorrect statements that he's been making, such as um, this one uh, about uh, uh, wind turbines. Have you heard this one, everybody? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This is uh, this is Dear God, yes. Trump or windmills? Windmills, uh, I guess, is what Trump calls them. If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations! Your house just went down seventy-five percent in value. <laughs> and they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? What? What? The noise, the sound. No, uh, okay, tell me a single sound on Earth that has ever been connected with cancer, hearing loss, yes, nerve damage, possibly. Uh, you know, something so loud that it would cause a concussive force and knock you out. Yes, cancer. There's no sound-related fucking cancer. My I, God! Well, I, I, and if that's not bad enough, here he is going. Okay, we just found a sound that'll give you cancer, everybody. Sorry about that. Oh, I won't yes, play. Yes. So, well, it might drive it, you to suicide. I'll tell right, you that. Guys, come on, that's not Trump. That all oh, that noise? Ford, that's a Ford Pinto. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. In sure. the middle of February in Buffalo, New York. I can believe that. I can After believe that. Got sure. yeah. <laughs> no, because no, because it exploded. Be, no, then it would be exploded. This is pre-explosion. Right. So, so I, I have a very funny connection to this because I was over at Mediaite today, over in the you know the place that I should never go into the comment section, which uh, we lovingly refer to as. You'll never find. The more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And there was this this asshole right winger in the comment section said her voice is cancer. Said that about uh, Michelle Wolf. And this guy, oh, this guy commented, he's like, "Oh, is she a wind turbine?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and to him, and to that guy, I I, I want to say amen, and uh, amen. also you know. Ah! 
you you win the internet today, sir. Take any large prize from the back row. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find uh, <laughs> find who that was. Um, oh, Jimbo. His name was Jimbo. So Jimbo, yeah, oh, Jimbo, th- yeah, Jimbo. You win. I that I mean that is quick. Her voice is cancer. Was she wind turbine? <laughs> Where did where do you even get this idea of you have a house with a wind turbine? The property value dropped. A windmill. There. I, I don't know. There are people <laughs> on my road that have wind turbines in their backyard, and they choose to be probably. And they chose they it. Right. Tax breaks, correct? Well, I don't. I think you know. I think road, actually, uh, I know where he the got the got the idea from. If you guys want to know, here it is. So the idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. There you go. Well, thanks, there it is. Thanks. <laughs> so the, the people that have a wind turbine on my road uh, put it there years ago because, uh, yeah, they probably got a tax break. Plus, they, they get uh, supplemental uh, uh, electric, electricity. Yeah. And they, ha- they have sort of like a little farm. So, you know, I mean, and th- they're in their 80s as i as i i think so so far they haven't gotten a noise tumor yet (laughs) no 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 they're not in their 80s they're only five because they went down to 75 percent no (laughs) i I mean i'm still trying to figure out oh your housing your property value well their house is worthless i could tell you that i could have bought it for 14 dollars the other day because of the wind turbine yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like a good investment yeah and it comes with like 300 acres wow that's solid noise does it come with the cancer um hospital unit i think it comes with the uh stint (laughs) oh my god it comes with a medicated stint i mean i mean it's 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 a ridiculous thing we have a whole in fact if you go down not just south of Scranton, there's a whole bank of wind turbines on the mountains. There's like yeah. 15 of them all lined up, and they're supplying electricity to many cities around here. I mean, when, and, we, when we've driven up north... I'm, I'm sorry, Joe, go ahead. No, I, I haven't heard a single case of wind turbine <laughs> cancer yet. You know, the thing is, is yeah, that when we drive everywhere. up north to... When we go to New York, I, I think we do 81. I can't remember all the numbers, but... There's that whole line of mountains from Harrisburg on north, yeah. and it's beautiful to see all that's, of those. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's uh, around Hazelton, which is uh, just south of me. Yeah. And uh, if if you go down, if if you head south for me, like when I used to drive to Harrisburg for work, um, there would always be this. There's always this bank of uh, of wind wind turbines, and they're huge, and they're they're beautiful sight to see. I don't see a lot of bald eagles dead. In fact, I haven't seen one. That is surprising. I'm sure there I is not a, the streets would be littered. No, no, it's on top of a mountain. And, but there, <laughs> there are pets. The streets have no eagles. I, that was a terrible but they, song. But they have um, pet cemeteries underneath each tower. You know, I don't want to be buried in one of those. No, you don't. I don't want to be buried in your pet cemetery. By the way, apparently the new pet cemetery movie is a horror masterpiece. I'm sure Rain will be lining right up to go see it. 
Oh, um, I'm sure you're totally off base <laughs> about that. <laughs> Little silly. Who it is though? Go to see us. You I want to see it. that bad. Oh so, yeah, it was good. Anyway, well, well I'll anyway, tell you what. Off break, 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 wind break. turbine. So, uh, yeah, I gotta go. Uh, you know, I thought I felt really funny the last time I had a fan on. Oh my god, guys, my ceiling fan is on! <laughs> oh. oh, no, I'm sorry. I meant, uh, uh. No, I'm sorry. I meant. Terror. The terror of moving air. God. Okay. Is so you know, dumb. When, you're, when you're past 50, you should go for an, a windoscopy. Mm. Oh, well done. Yeah. You know how you know you know how it, uh, it gets people how the 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 cancerous airflow from uh, wind turbines gets people, so you don't see it coming how? because it's invisible. And we're gonna play invisible by Bob around the break. So oh, good. Sec- I heard that you should Thank get you. a blow straight cancer screening. <laughs> uh <laughs> wow. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> we'll be right yeah. back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Don't you go nowhere. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course... No circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. (laughs) 
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It, uh, it is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, the one and only Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I'm here. Yeah, very good. We're electric. And, you know, I got to say this, Joe. Um, I was, I was in, in uh, well, hold on r- real quick. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Uh, the Beltway Bureau, the bubble, welcome back. Hello. And I, I got to say this. that Joe has always reminded me of somebody. And it's been bugging me forever as to who Joe reminded me of. And I finally figured it out. Santorsa or Biden? Joe Santorsa. Okay. And and uh-huh. I, I I this is this is good. This is good because you know who you remind me of, Joe? Uh, I have gotten Chevy Chase. No, no. Better. Okay. Better. Right. Different talk show host. <laughs> Gee, <'cause laughs> okay. if anybody remembers the Chevy Chase talk show host. Talk, talk show gig. Was, yeah, um, I don't think he did, did he ever. No, have you that? you your your sense of humor and your comedic timing Remind me a lot of the late great Johnny Carson. Ah, uh, Johnny Carson. Yes, king, the king of late night. Well, thank you. You know, no, That's because quite- yeah, because I was just you know I was I, I I every once in a while I wax nostalgic for Letterman and Carson and stuff like that, and I'll, I'll, I'll watch stuff on YouTube, and I happen to watch the the tribute show that David Letterman did. And uh, in he in his opening monologue, every joke that was written for the tribute show that David Letterman did was a joke that Johnny Carson wrote and sent to them. I don't know if you guys know that, but after he retired, Johnny Carson would fax jokes to Letterman all the time, and he would read them as if he was just one of his writers on staff. You know, and wouldn't say who who yep. did it. So, so Johnny yep, Carson was a writer. That, yes. Was a writer for. Uh, David Letterman after his retirement. So, if I'm um, not mistaken, Johnny Carson was a writer for some of the early talk shows in the '50s. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, um, me neither. But um, J- Johnny Carson. Well, that's quite a compliment. Uh, no, it, which it, I didn't expect. No, I mean it. I mean it. Yeah, because uh, you know, like I said, it's just it, it's just something something about your demeanor and your delivery reminds me a lot of Johnny Carson. So, so there you go. Um, passing out compliments, oh, and and of you course, are. Rain. You still remind me of Blair from uh, the Facts of Life, even though you're not you're not snobby or a hillbilly. Really, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of you, you kind of do look a little like the actress who played Blair. Didn't you even admit to I that ne- before? I have admitted that because we have the same nose, and I bet you if I saw Blair at fifty one, her nose would have grown like mine. I don't oh. know. I saw Blair. I saw pictures of her contemporaneously. All right. She had a nose job. I didn't. Uh, she looked pretty good. I don't know. Because uh, she had uh, a nose job. Well. So. <laughs> at any rate. Um, See, I don't remind anybody of anybody because I'm just a bitter, bitter New Yorker. No, that is not true. That is not true at all. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but anyway, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. That's just something that, uh, just a thought that I've had this week and, uh, and I thought it should, should not go unmentioned. So I, think I agree. 
Um, and, uh, and, and there is a passing similarity physically to you guys too. So, but that's not really what, what made me, you know, think that. So, um, anyway, I want to, speaking of somebody who, who, uh, it never gets compared to anybody likable, um, <laughs> Donald John Trump, everyone. Um, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, and by the way, some speaking of, oh my God, somebody said to me the other day that, uh, on, on the Friday or no, on the Tuesday show that Shit's Creek was getting canceled. Oh and, my God. And I was like, oh my God. No, no, no. Correction. They are currently on with season five. They have, they got picked up for season six and they have decided as a team season six will be their final season. So that's not bad. Oh, you know, that's a I mean, different story. That, well, that's a I'm good trying. run. That that's a good run. The, and you know, yeah, le, it, it, exactly. So, but uh, but I'll tell you who didn't do that soon enough. I'll tell you who didn't do that soon enough was uh, Trump. Arrested develop. Arrested development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. I mean, I had high hopes that they would come up with some better stuff, but that last season of Arrested Development's fucking terrible. It's they went a bridge fucking too far. terrible. All right, can I ask you guys something serious? Sure. When you're talking about not going out on top. I have to tell you that every single 70s, 80s, and 90s um, comedy show mm-hmm. that had the kid who showed up who was not related to the parents. Yeah. <laughs> there was the Brady's. Oh, Cousin Oliver. I look like Cousin yes. Oliver without glasses as a child. <laughs> you do actually. It was, the, it was the Brady's. I mean, I think the I think that the Cosby's kind of carried it off with Olivia. She was really, really adorable. But well, different uh, no. strokes. Any, they did it any, with that little redheaded kid named Sam or whatever the name was. Yeah, any of those shows where it's like, oh, let's bring in a little kid. My no. three sons. Oh. I don't remember well, that. that. Was wait, that was always my three the, sons. Yeah, they they brought they, in the little. They brought in a little kid later on. Well, yeah, because really? Ernie, because Ernie kind of turned into a monster. Yes. <laughs> Ernie oh, turned Jesus into like Christ. this giant, giant. Ernie. Ernie. Yes. Oh well, no, Ernie. Ernie was a youngest son. With uh, he turned into like this gigantor thing, and then they were like, "We need a kid." So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was a there was a little kid. They brought in later. I mean, I even think Three's Company did it. I know Happy Days did it. Uh, yeah. Chachi. And then later on, wah, there was wah, another wah. young kid, Fonzie's girlfriend's kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But anyway, yeah, go out on top. So, um, <laughs> go out on top. Anyway, Trump should have gone out uh, after season one of The Apprentice. Um, but apparently, stupid Americans love that. But anyway, um, this is uh, this clip. Trump was talking about wanting to get to the origins. See how easy that was, everyone? The origins of the Mueller investigation. And he had the damnedest time, folks. I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, or the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation. The Mueller report, I wish, covered the oranges... <laughs> started the beginnings of the investigation how it started oh the beginning of the investigation how it yes. started so the or- oranges and did everybody see what the transcript that the white house yes. put out yes yes, oh, yes. please fact, one of- colbert colbert made a point of that 
please, please go ahead and remind everybody what what the uh, what that was about. What was the spelling or O R I N? They try to spell it O R I G I N S. Jesus. Origins. Or oranges. 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 Yeah, that's what it was. So. What the hell? But yeah, talk about that for a second. I just need to step in the other room for one second. Just talk about that. Okay, so while he steps in the other room, he's looking oranges. I think that oranges is something, I think it's a species of animals that has just recently been discovered on the Galapagos Islands. Or on his ass. My water. I don't know which. Well, the Galapagos could be on his ass. That could be his ass. I mean, there's some crustiness. That reminded me of the, the... Nuclear, nuclear. Oh God! Remember nuclear? For for years after that, I couldn't say nuclear. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the that, thing is, is that Bush, even Bush. Jimmy Carter couldn't say nuclear. It sucked. And, and even Bush, and I hate to say this, was sort of in his right mind. And if he wasn't in his right mind, Bush had the excuse that um, he was drinking. Sure. I, Trump, I thought that Trump Bush was was uh, inarticulate, but this man takes that to a new level. Oh, I mean, don't so you much. wish Trump was drinking? It would explain a lot. It would explain United Shish. United Shish. God bless the United States. Good <laughs> Lord, people. Good Lord. Don't worry, Doctor Ronnie. Doctor Ronnie said no dentures, no dentures. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, so I did it. Here's my. Here, I don't know if anybody remembers Trump talking to the Argentinian uh, president last year about oranges or lemons. I'm sorry, lemons. Was it um, last year or ten decades ago? Uh, take your pick. Flip a coin. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and so I made a little, a little tribute, um, to, uh, to, to Trump and this, in the citrus fruits with a bonus fruit thrown in. I know all about the lemons and I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges. Believe it or not, the lemon business is a big, big business, Just say yes. but we are, uh, yes, we are going to give that very serious consideration. One of the reasons he's here is about lemons <laughs> and, uh, I'll tell him about the oranges. He'll tell me about lemons, but I, I think, I think uh, we're going to be very favorably on the oranges of the uh uh tim apple yeah of the tim apple so. <laughs> so there, there you go everybody the, the tim apple there's my little trump fruit uh, uh fruit bowl for you um it is a fruit bowl do you think he's well, ever had I mean, I mean today did you see what he said today at the border no oh no i have a rabbit in my house I have a clip from him at the border today. Okay, well then I won't. It, it isn't the Flores trip clip, is it? No, I don't think so. Oh, good God! So everybody knows that you, you know they can't they can't hold children more than twenty days. Um, They're not supposed to. Right, right, and that was because of the Flores case. Oh yeah, yeah. I yes. saw the tweet about this. This happened right before the show. Yeah. So Trump says that, uh, and I quote, the Flores dis- decision is a disaster. I have to tell you, Judge Flores, whoever you may be, <laughs> that decision was a disaster for our country. Oh, my God. Are you yeah. 
You're not no. kidding. I know. No, you're it, he Nobody got fact check in real time that. too. Nobody wanted to tell him that Jenny Flores was the 15 year old girl who was the subject and plaintiff in the case, not the judge. Well, oh, God. But it's in not a sense, that. I mean, she, she was a whining judge. that he can't hold children <laughs> in custody. But but here here oh the guy doesn't even know where his father was born, or doesn't care. Oh, we but, got that audio too. Let me play. You that. know, I mean, Judge Flores, wherever you are, it reminded me of the old uh, uh, Jimmy Durante. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> there you go. And Good night, Mister Wherever you are, at <laughs> you least know? he drank. True. Yeah, and he had a big nose, and he was funny. Uh, this wasn't funny. Judge Flores. No, no, no! You're stupid. It's wrong. You're ignorant. That's very you know what wrong. What the fuck you talking about? He doesn't no. know what he's talking about. I mean, we um, can call him stupid. We can call him ignorant. That would be an opinion. Yeah, but there yeah. is a fact. The yeah. fact is, Forget he doesn't Donnie, know you're what out of your he's element. talking Donnie, about. Donnie, you're out of your element. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm having a little bit of murder fist because. With all the stupidity that Joe just brought up, he is literally complaining that he can't keep minors in cages for more than 20 days. Well, you know, he likes to this walk through their so dressing rooms inhumane. and inspect the goods. So, oh, God. Um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely murder fisty territory. But let's let's find out where daddy was born, uh, according to, okay, let's to find Trump. Out. Uh, Salvador. New York City, of course, was where oh. Donald Trump, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Fred Trump, noted Klan member, um, was uh, was born. But here you go. My father is German, right? Was German. And uh, born in a, a very wonderful place in Germany. And so I have a great feeling for Germany. <laughs> oh, what a mistake of the maker! <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Nicole Wallace said, "I look, I don't like this guy. I don't support his policies and stuff, but I'm concerned for him." Well, who the hell lies about where their actual parents were born? When it's he also said in his book that she really? was born in Sweden. Oh my God, he did? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Speaking he of was born in, he was born in Well, yeah, in the Art of the Deal, he was born in Sweden. It might have been one of those mountain border countries between Sweden and Germany. Or it could have been a, a fondue <laughs> restaurant. Or his father could have been one of the uh, one of the the, the the kids in the the Sound of Music. Who knows? I'm going to yeah. go with a fondue. They might have migrated. You know what I mean? He might have been born in Germany, but then they sang their way oh, Jesus, to Sweden. No. Nope. Nope. No. I'm going with the fondue restaurant in the Bronx. The hills are alive with the shards of music. <laughs> um, you know, here's the thing. I shared this with you guys. This one I take personally. And the reason why I take it personally is because all four of my grandparents were actually born in Germany. My great-grandparents brought them over, over many boat rides, and 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 it was it was like in between World War One and World War Two. Mm-hmm. So when World War Two happened, here are my grandparents who were they were young. My mother was born in 1945. Yeah. Um. So they grew up in this shadow of war. 
there is no way my there's no way my mother would I don't even know how to it just it blows my mind for me to say oh my mother was born in Germany she wasn't she mm-hmm. was the first generation American and I'm proud to say that we were raised with having that pride as Germans even in the shadow of World War II which wasn't easy for American American Germans oh no it really wasn't dirty crowds. I mean, I'm not looking yeah I'm not looking for sympathy I I, I swear to you I'm not looking for sympathy no. but it wasn't easy you better but not German Jerry people, <laughs> but, you, know, <laughs> you won't get it from me not from old <laughs> Uncle Sam you won't Jerry I just I can't believe that he would actually say my father was born in Germany I can't. unless he was secretly unless he was secretly sending and I don't know if he's this smart or this astute unless he was secretly sending a message to his you know his white nationalist well uh, uh, Grimmy says Trump uh, said his dad was born in Germany to ingratiate himself with the alt right so um, yeah yes. it, it wouldn't thank you Grimmy wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me if it was something along those lines. Um, Stranger Things, folks, like oranges. The or I, I also oh by the way, um, we, um, Trump said that he's already trying to option the rights for his uh his run as president. Option his rights for a book for his run at pre- the, the for for his run as in the White House. And uh, I got a great great title for you. It's a little take on a classic for you, Mister Trump. Uh, Charles Darwin's classic Origin of Species. I think it should be uh, Donald Trump's Orange of Feces. There you go. Oh. I like it. So, oh. <laughs> or- oranges of the of the feces. Oranges, oranges of feces. So instead of instead Origin of, of getting in, and the subtitle, of- the subtitle could be the chart that made it to the to the White House. Well, instead yes. of getting it on an e-reader, could we get it on an E. coli? The crepening. Um, yeah, E. coli yeah. under Trump has gotten E-coli. great again. Um, mag, uh, coli. <laughs> yeah, did you hear you about actually, that? The the E. coli breakout? What, 70, 72 people uh, gotten yes. sick from it? Yes, that's in yes. Kentucky, right? Oh, Trump country. Oh, turtle country. Oh, and, and Rand Paul country. Oh, he can go yes. down and uh, give him some sketchy eye surgery. <laughs> now you know what he was hiding in that hair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Aqua Buddha. <laughs> I think it's it's still in his hair. Yeah. He he won a big ca- case, didn't he? Uh, uh, because his neighbor beat, beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at that, but I did. <laughs> Oh. Did, he, did he win? Yeah, I yeah, think he did. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah well. he was awarded uh, a, a, a good, nice sum of money because his, his neighbor beat the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Every time Joe says, every time Joe says Rand, every time, every time Joe says Rand Paul's neighbor beat the shit out of him, I get the uncontrollable <laughs> giggles, folks. I don't I know why. <laughs> but I think the funny part about it is that he might have won the case, but his neighbor still lives next door. And I know. Shit out of him. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, yeah, I'm he, still here, motherfucker. Yeah, oh. And he was, I think it was over <laughs> dumping his 
grass clippings. Grass clippings. That's what I was going to get at, Joe. I'm like, <laughs> I'm still going to drop my grass clippings on your yard. And I get a damn. I am so. mess up your hair, boy. <laughs> you dumped those clippings there again. I, uh, all right. What an unpleasant so. person. But I, I just, I just love the idea that that somebody went and pounded the crap out of him. Oh. Just punch, just punched him in the face. <laughs> you know, gee, he did that. That neighbor did everything we always wanted to do to Rand Paul. So broke his ribs. Yes. Yes, he broke his ribs. He beat the shit out of him. That's right. He let him have it. Rand Paul. Hey, dump your clips in somebody else's yard. Like your own. You know like, what? I think I'm going to start a Kickstarter and send Rand Paul's neighbors. All of the grass clippings. And then didn't he have to go to Canada to have his... Uh, uh, yes! His, uh, he had a deviated septum because they yes. got punched in the nose. He went to he Canada. Had, a motherfucker have, who doesn't want single payer or Medicare for all or a public option or any kind of decent health care in this country went to goddamn Canada to get himself fixed up because he didn't want to pay for medical care here in America. That's yeah. the fucking liberty. I am cursing a lot tonight. Because I wonder how Friday. long he had to wait in line up there. Because oh, well. I, I understand that, like for for like a heart heart disease, you, like if you need a heart a heart, heart valve replacement or something, you have to stand in line for years. Yeah, I'm pretty. And you sure can't have a stand-in. You have to stand there yourself. Joe, I don't think he had to wait in line as long as he did in the ER in Kentucky after his neighbor. Punch the shit out of him. Yes. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I don't know what that was like. Could you see him? He's going waiting in the ER, being like, I'm, I'm, I'm Rand Paul, motherfucker. I'm Rand Paul. Like, I don't probably was begging for that. Yeah. He's probably begging for in the ER. You're going to wait 20 minutes longer, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway. All right. Well, it is time to go to break, and I, I'm sorry. It's, it's apparently rain. You go. You go mediate um, on the break uh, because I don't care. Whoever wants to come on, when uh, it is fine between Bobber and and Rabbit. They had some oh. I, thoughts on what was going on. I'm totally cool with whatever. So they decide. Oh, but I just this, no. Just just get get find out what they want to do. Well, I think they don't care either. So all right. Well, here. Paul was saying he wants to come on at eight thirty. So Paul will come on at eight thirty. All right, there we it. go. So that's it. It's and done. then thank you. Whenever thank he wants you. to trade off with Bob again, he can. If he wants to give Bob back for the last hour, last half hour, whatever. So okay. so Paul's going to come on at eight thirty. Yes. Okay. And that's- so, all right. Well, let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Bobber will be with us. I want to talk to Bobber about this uh, this lawsuit. Uh, Miller is suing uh, Anheuser Busch over Ooh. some smears from a Super Bowl commercial. Ooh. So Ooh. I want to see what Bobber has to say about this. Um, and uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now... On with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa. The Johnny Carson of Turn Up the Night. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Fr- Francie's our uh, Ed McMahon. Man, yeah, yes, we have to have uh, Johnny Carson. I, I will never call anybody the Jay Leno of any show, though, because that oh, would suck. Uh, I would take so. that on the that would take that right Oof. on the chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C. The uh, Doc Severinsen. Of <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> No, no, no. no well, he kidding. was an artist. He was an artiste. He was. He was. Made the Joan okay. Rivers. The Joan Rivers. He also, so. he also, no. Let's no, just move mind. on. And, of course, last but not least, the Jay Leno of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Actually, it would be much more fitting to call Bobber the the Doc Severinsen of uh, Turn Up Tonight because he has provided so much of his great music to the program. So, uh, yes. Bobber, der Braumeister, uh, let me uh, welcome you to the show properly. Uh... Hello, Bob. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> hello, hello. So happy fr- happy uh, Friday! Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Bob. <laughs> and uh, but no, uh, yeah. Welcome to the show. And have you have you looked into this um, this craziness, this lawsuit with um, with uh, uh, Anheuser Busch is being sued by Miller Brewing Company or Coors? Yeah, it's 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 just a bunch of nonsense. The uh, you know the the whole those advertisements are, are the reason they're they're so bad is because they all put shit in their beer, you know. Yeah. Um, you know some of them use high fructose corn syrup, which is essentially is just pure sugar, which gets from it all gets fermented out into alcohol, and there, there's nothing left behind besides the alcohol. So it's not like you've got some kind of weird sugar in your beer. 
Yeah. And, you know, so another, you know, and what it does is it, it increases the alcohol and without adding extra body. Uh, so it keeps the beer really light, but with, you know, a little more alcohol. Uh, and then, you know, other, other breweries, they use rice, which is also pr- pretty much neutral. It doesn't mm-hmm. add any flavor. It doesn't add any body. It just it gets converted to sugar by the uh, enzymes in the mash and then gets fermented out. Some of them use corn, which does add a little flavor. That's why, like, a Jenny Cream Ale has that certain kind Malty. of a canned corn flavor to it. Oh, <laughs> cream corn. Corn? When did I yep. eat corn? Cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and most of those big those big breweries they brew their beer at double strength. Okay. And then they dilute it in half with water. They cut it in half with water. Interesting. And then, they, and then they carbonate it. So I mean they're all they all have their 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 um, approaches that you know take some of the quality out of the beer. Yeah, and, and for for was it Bud Light? Are they the ones that oh we put the ingredients on the box? Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's made with with uh, uh, you know malt, rice, water, and hops. They 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 leave out the yeast. I mean, the yeast is one of the most important parts of the beer. It's what converts the the sugar to alcohol. Uh, you know, and my guess is they don't want to say oh our beer has yeast in it because then you know. People will automatically associate that with other things, <laughs> which is pathetic. If oh. that is the case, <laughs> really, like an infection? Yeah. <laughs> uh, have well, they never have eaten bread? Budweiser, really? Have they never eaten bread? Um, so that, so that lawsuit must have been fermenting for a while, huh? Oh, see. Not without see. yeast. <laughs> Oh. Uh, <laughs> so well, now, now I appreciate that, Bobber, because we got into a little bit of that uh, on Tuesday, but then uh, Rain rightfully said, "Save it, save it for Friday," and we did. So there we go. Um, now, uh, so do you think the lawsuit lawsuit will go anywhere? I think that they're just they just did that as a strategy for them to stop running the ads. I, I don't see this going anywhere because I don't think they said anything that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. They just, um, you know, let out a little secret that they uh, they didn't want anybody to know. Well, or or I don't know, unless you can make a case out of saying, well, you know, the stuff that we use in our beer isn't as bad as you're making it sound. I mean, yeah. can you make a lawsuit out of that? <laughs> I don't think mm. so. I don't think so. We have a drop for that. Where is it? Where is it? Where's my I don't think so drop? Am I not on the right page? No, here I am. I don't think so. I got lost in my own box. So that's what she said. (laughs) Hey, um, I think we'll uh, give you a round. Uh, But uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I thank you, Bobber. I wanted I wanted a little more clarification on that, and I knew you were just the man, just the man to talk to about it. Um. So another interesting story I thought we could all uh, discuss is, um, oh man, I'm getting old. I already forgot what it was. Um, uh, I just had it. There was um, this guy in this thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember him. (laughs) No. God, seriously, it it has something to do with... uh, 
So, oh my God. It, it was, it was somehow tangentially related to what I'm talking about here, but no, I guess not. I guess not. Um, well, let's go with the, the Tucker Carlson, uh, story from earlier today, but, and don't worry everybody. There's no audio. Um, <laughs> but Tucker Carlson moaned the, he said, how did we wind up with a country in... Tucker Carlson in- has never moaned a day in his life. Yeah, well, he's, he's moaned. It just hasn't been the right kind of moan. And it's like griping and, and, and you know, <laughs> grousing. Um, never with pleasure. Never with pleasure. Uh, that would be a sin, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, Tucker Carlson says, How did we wind up with a country in which feminists do science? dear how did we wind up in a country where feminists do science well all right so my science science good yeah exactly the last time okay so i I posted this on my facebook page and i said what's really funny is when conservatives and evangelicals attempt to do science we end up with a twisted pitch on reality that's too absurd for the plot of a drug-fueled sid and marty croft kids show from the 70s (laughs) i mean you know old earth is two thousand years old flat and it's powered by a giant space turtle you know (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's on the back of a giant space turtle. There you go. That's it. That makes sense. All right. Cool story, bro. Um, <laughs> did, uh, did but yeah, so he's about the women who, who, I don't know, Catherine Johnson, who helped us get us to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Get the coffee for all the guys. Oh, uh, yeah. She was, yeah, she got the yeah. coffee and did the math. Oh, my time. God. Okay. So, I, I, I mean, it, it, okay. He really said that? Feminists oh, yeah. do science. Oh, my God. You're surprised? Really? Yeah. I mean, l- feminism. To consistently be surprised because the day that, and I've always said this, the day that I become so jaded is the day I just want to not live on this planet. Yeah, well that that's a good that's a good attitude considering the times we in which we live. But uh, the, the, here's here's one for you. Here's one for you. Science is liberal and progressive. Feminism is liberal and progressive. So, it would only make sense to me that you would try and avoid having conservatives do science. And, you know, especially of the evangelical stripe. And you would probably probably not want evangelicals and Christians as part of the uh, the feminist movement as they also are counterintuitive to progress. I mean, yeah, the whole conservative thing is, is is not to change and keep things the way they are. I mean, if conservatives were in charge of science, they'd still be drilling holes in people's heads to let out the evil spirits. Yeah, we need to go back to when, when you know, make exorcism great again, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's it's regressive, you know? that that That's not... Yes, sometimes, in a very rare instance here or there... Yes, perhaps we learn something in science, and then we're like, wait a minute, that's not quite right. I think we were doing it right before. Very rare instances. 
generally it's we learn something new time to change the way we think about things and people are like whoa science changes all the time how can you trust science the bible never changes <laughs> really <laughs> really well which which version of the bible doesn't change precisely <laughs> it depends on the version of the bible that's being written at the time yeah i mean why are there different you know, why are, if it's the word of of god why are there different versions well those first assholes didn't translate it right Mm. Oh, from God language to what? <laughs> well, <laughs> look at you. you. By the way, what, what what language does God speak? American. <laughs> 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 Haven't you heard the song? We play it on the show all the time. Mess around with God's America. He votes Republican and he loves country. And he's a member of the NRA. Of course. Can, can I can I say something centrist? You, you can say so many things. I said centrist. Centrist, yes. This is something that's important to me. Back in the day, there was something called conservatism. Yeah. And it wasn't based on ideology. It was conservative political philosophy, which said we should go forward slowly. We should do this, you know, in a, in a way that's careful and measured and understandable. And we do our research and we understand why we're going forward. That is something that used to be known as conservative politics. And we used to have Democrats and Republicans who were conservative politics, po politicians. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it wasn't, progressivism wasn't a very... It really wasn't used that much, but they were progressives. Republicans go to the Civil War and and Democrats, where it's like, let's just get this shit done. Let's mm -hmm. just go forward and get it done. Let's get it done and we'll figure out, you know, we'll we'll clean everything up afterwards. Yeah. And I I, I feel like I feel like we're an upside down world. Because today, conservatism has become the party of aggressive. Yes. It really is. The conservatives are the party who want to take things backwards instead of taking things slowly forwards. And um, I'm going to also say that I sometimes feel like there are certain aspects of our lefty friends, our friends on the left, who want just, they want to progress so far fast that I, I feel like, can't, can't we find some middle ground? And that doesn't make me a centrist. No, but I know I what you're saying. I, I don't want to go backwards. I don't either. And I, I don't want to... First example... I hope that makes sense, and I hope I'm not pissing people I off, think, and if I, I am... I, I think the best well. example of what you're talking about, Rain, a concrete example of what's happening right now in politics is the debate over Medicare for all versus a public option. Yeah. You know, Medicare yeah. for all is a wonderful concept, you know, universal health care. Um, but in practicality, Nancy Pelosi knows that's not possible next year. It's not and possible. Nancy Pelosi, pos by the way, is no centrist. No, she, it's, no, it's she's not possible in the next, say, in the next five years. So, as an aspiration, 
Medicare for all should be our goal. As a practical matter, taking Obamacare and making it stronger is probably a more, what you would call, what people might call a centrist idea, but I would call it progressive because we're progressing. We're going from what we have and maybe, for instance, adding a public option, which we should have probably had it to begin with. Now, that would be, some people would consider that a centrist position as opposed to Medicare for all. I look at it as Medicare for all is our aspiration. Our progress, which makes us progressive, is if we got a public option or made enhancements to Obamacare that made it better. You know what's a really interesting thing to think about? When you and I talk about centrism, go back over to people who embrace the idea of being conservative, which, like I said, means going backwards. Centrists right now are considered far-left liberals. Oh, yeah. Libtards. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and because, no, what is that? Oxum's right. razor? or Occam, Occam's razor. No, Occam's razor. Oh, no, no, the Overton window, I think, is what you're talking about. Oh. So, to a certain <laughs> degree, but that's not even... those razor and yeah. windows and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, so we have a problem. Well, and we also have another problem, too. In, 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 no, you didn't derail anything. Um, the uh, uh, one I, f- I figured out what the story was I wanted to talk about, but that can wait a minute because I f- this is the important audio I forgot to get, and I don't have it, but I will read from the story because I thought that this was really, really, really important into in the grand scheme of things. Let me just go back into um, our chat and find the story because uh, there was an interview on MSNBC the other day with a woman who was upset about something that trump did and i need to give you more info on it before i uh i don't want i don't want to spoil it <clears throat> so this is a story by tommy christopher over at media i'm not going to read the headline um well now i'll read the headline yeah trump voter tells msnbc um would be it would be disastrous to take away obamacare says she gets amazing amazing health care trump voter says it would be disastrous to take away the Affordable Care Act Mm -hmm. because she gets amazing health care. A West Virginia woman, shocker, um, sorry, West Virginia, but, you know, there's a lot of folks down there, but she says a woman who voted for Donald Trump says it would be disastrous if Obamacare were to go away for herself and thousands of West Virginia residents. MSNBC correspondent Rima Ellis visited a health clinic, uh, visited a health rights clinic, health right um in uh west virginia this week where 45 percent of the patients are beneficiaries of obamacare provisions like the medicaid expansion ellis spoke to margaret grassy a clinic patient who says she voted for trump and asked what what it would mean uh to if if uh, obamacare went away oh that would be disastrous for me for all of my prescriptions each are about a hundred or eight hundred dollars a month and the health care that I get here is amazing, she continued, adding that the quality is great. But if you take away Obamacare, it's just not going to affect me. It's going to it's not going to just affect me. It's going to affect thousands of West Virginians. Thousands. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you voted for Trump, and he's talking talked about taking this away and replacing it with something else, Ellis said. If you had an opportunity to talk to him and to the people in Washington, what would you say about uh, uh, this? This uh, Is this a uh, Republican or Democrat issue? No, this is a health care issue. It's not politics. Tell that to Republicans, lady. Um, it's not about being a Democrat or a Republican or independent. You have to come together to get the health care system uh to get the healthcare system in this United States right. And that will, it, will that determine how you vote in 2020, Ellis said? Absolutely, Grassy replied. So, Trump told you from day one he was going to gut Obamacare. Hmm? The rallies out there of all his, his, his bobbleheads clucking about destroying Obamacare. And now all of a sudden you're like, you're like oh, well... Well, uh, yeah, I voted for him, but yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's yeah, until it it's affects them personally. Yeah. It's like, so, oh, I love everything Trump is doing, but oh, wait. Don't I take away my. Me. No. You keep your problem. government government hands off my Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> keep your socialist hands off my Obamacare. It really, I mean, this is this is the situation when it comes to these conservatives. I hate all the stuff that the liberals represent. Oh, wait. Mm. I liked having Dead Well, I know. like this one. I like this here, but, you know, and I like that yep. thing over there, and that's good. And, that's, and anyway, I mean, this one's was, good, who too. Was the senator, who was the senator that um, Al Franken took his seat? Mark Sanford. Norm Oh, Norm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, why did I say Mark Sanford? Um, Nom. Well, it was Norm. Norm. Anyway, it, I think it was Norm. I, I could be. He looked kind of like Mark one. Sanford. That's why I said it. But, but anyway. wasn't. And I, could, I know I'm confusing Republican senators, but there was one particular Republican senator who suddenly their son or their daughter came out of the closet. And suddenly, that was Rob Portman from Ohio, wasn't it? It, it, it yes. could be. It could yes, be. I'm sorry. But suddenly, oh, now I'm for, you know, LGBTQ equality. Yeah, and they, then they're like, well, me personally. In, in the in the fucking thing they say, in what Sarah Palin said, you know, when, you know, oh, well, you're all abstinence only and you're all for, you know, being responsible and you're Christian and no premarital sex and all that stuff. And, and what do these people say just about every time? And this is the phrase that makes me just want to start swinging. Well, you know, life happens. Oh, so it happened to you, and now you understand what an asshole you were being to everybody else before that you were looking down your fucking nose at. Yeah. I don't even know if they understand what an asshole they were. Suddenly they want the same rights that every one of us, the allies of the LGBTQ community, the allies of, of the, the black community, the just the allies as a white person... I consider myself an ally. When it happens to one of them, suddenly they want to have all the benefits that allies have fought for for people who need the fight for them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. But, you know, it's like, all right, so so maybe when people start talking this way and acting this way and thinking this way, maybe they could be like, huh, Maybe all the shitty things I've been saying about Democrats, maybe it's maybe they're not so shitty. 
but they never really come forward and say they were being an asshole. They're just like, oh, well, you know, life happens. Yeah. Life happens. Of Fuck course Dolly. life happens, motherfucker. Yeah, it's been happening to a lot of other people before you fucking grew some empathy. Um, so I mean, it comes, it comes down to people who, and I, I'm not blaming victims, but it really comes down to people who are on the right side of the aisle who are like, oh no, you can't take away our guns until they lose somebody by gun violence. Yeah. And it, 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 it's something that just, this is one of the things about the conservative movement that really does, it, it does irritate me because. Chaps my ass, it does. It, it, I feel like it only until it affects you. That's when you feel like you got to get up and do something about it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I've been fighting for, you know, voters' rights. Um, vote for, I'm a white woman. I've never had a problem. Really haven't had a problem with voters. I can always vote. Yeah. People of color can't. I've still tried to fight for those rights. Well, and that's why Susan and I do the minimum of basic ID when we go to vote to see how they're handling stuff, you know, uh, to test them yeah. to see if they're if they're if they're demanding a photo ID or something like that because some right winger, you know, is is in there. So just take photo IDs, you know. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. And to me, that's the difference between conservatism and liberalism. Liberals fight. For things that they see are unequal, even if it doesn't affect them personally. Mm-hmm. And conservatives start to fight for things when, oh, oh, this is this affects me personally. Yeah, they they fight if they if they're worried about somebody not saying Merry Christmas to them. You yeah. know, Cons- yeah. Conservatives. One of the basic pillars of conservatism is the way they versus liberals view the constitution yes conservatives the, the basis of conservatism is that the constitution is a static document written in the 1700s and meant never to change yes that it's a literal document much like you know born again christians look at the bible it's a literal document well born again it, christians still eat shrimp well, that's true, but I, what I'm saying is, well, they're hypocrites. Know, they look so, at, I'm there's sorry, that. You know, the, the conservative movement bases itself on a static interpretation of the Constitution. You know, they call themselves originalists now, but if you listen to the people in the Federalist Society, and that it, it's that that nothing that's not in the Constitution can be made law. In yeah. other words. Uh, Although, we we got to go to break, by the way. I don't want to keep Paul waiting. Let me just say real quick, I think the, 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 the central, getting back to what Rain was saying, the central thesis, the central idea of conservatism is selfishness. Yeah. Well, yeah, because... Well, that's what it's been elevated to now. Their, their static, their, their view of a static constitution means that you can't, you shouldn't be passing laws like Obamacare because it's not in the constitution. There's, yeah. but there's that, uh, there's that, 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 uh, you know, that little thing in the Constitution about a legislature, which sort of, you know, throws that off. But I True. mean, but that's their idea. Yeah, that's their idea. Their idea is well, that that you you can't have uh, Social Security, you can't have Medicare, you can't have Medicaid because it's, it, the founding fathers never put it in the Constitution. 
All right. Green news report. We got to get, we got to run because I don't want to keep Paul waiting since he's been uh, hanging tight with everybody. And then you guys, he's, Bobber. He's been awesomely sitting on yeah. our couch. Well, and Bobber, you, you figure out with him what you want to do after uh, the next, uh, if you want him to be on for an hour and you come on in the last half hour or whatever, you guys sort it out. I'm fine with whatever you want to do. So I just think the phone, phone in close proximity to a microphone could be weird unless you oh. move, I, move. I think he's going to be doing it from the living room yeah he's up in the living room okay so um so he's just gonna call in then yes. yes oh okay well that's good he has the number all right let's go ahead and uh run to the break we'll be right back after the green news report and get into name calling birthdays and uh some other trouble right after this turn up the night with kenny pick a smooth talking jive talking street thug kennypick.com It's Thursday, April 4, 2019. I said, oh no, not again. Houston rocked by third major industrial fire in two weeks. Rainfall in the western Honduras state of Limpida has fallen sharply. Climate change, a key driver of migration to the U.S.-Mexico border. Exxon loses potentially significant court battle in Massachusetts. Trump says wind energy causes cancer, plus... Where's the beef? Burger King launches Meatless Whopper in a market test. All of those impossible stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Hillary wanted to put up wind, wind, and they say the noise causes cancer. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. This isn't working. This is your Green News Report. I know a lot about wind. I know a lot about wind. Okay, Desi Doyen. So now Donald Trump says windmills cause cancer? Yeah, it's his newest lie and his bizarre vendetta against clean wind energy. In a speech this week to House Republicans, he did say that wind turbines somehow cause cancer. To be clear, cancer is not caused by noise, <laughs> ever. Numerous studies have found zero scientific validity to claims that noise from wind farms causes health ailments. An energy source that does cause cancer and a host of other illnesses is coal. In a normal world, these crazy pronouncements by a U.S. president would get media coverage. But that's not the world we live in. Uh, coal causes cancer. All sorts of chemicals cause cancer that his EPA is now allowing to flow into our drinking water. And his complaint about windmills killing birds. Well, his interior department has overturned Obama-era regulations that hold energy companies accountable for killing birds when they're drilling and mining. So hard to take much of what he has to say seriously but there's no news there, I guess. Nope. On to real problems. President Trump has threatened to cut off U.S. foreign aid to Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador in retaliation for a new surge of desperate families fleeing gang violence to seek asylum in the United States. Of course, the situation and potential solutions are extremely complex. But as PBS NewsHour reports, climate change is an underreported but key driver of migration from Central America, intensifying a years-long drought and rising temperatures that have caused widespread crop failure. In Honduras last year, farmers lost more than 80% of their corn and bean crops after the rains failed again. Not having food makes one desperate. 
not eating for just one day causes distress. Will you leave? We'll have to get out of here. To find a place where we can have a better life. Meanwhile, Houston, Texas was rocked by its third major industrial fire in two weeks. On Tuesday, one worker was killed. Two are in critical condition due to a massive fire at a sprawling chemical plant in the Houston suburb of Crosby, Texas. Employees reported locked gates and fences blocking their escape. Nearby residents and schools were ordered to shelter in place to reduce exposure to toxic chemicals in the air. The fire is out and state officials say air quality did not reach hazardous levels. The U.S. Chemical Safety Board is now investigating. This latest incident comes less than two weeks after a massive petrochemical fire and an oil refinery fire occurred in the Houston area, a transport hub for the oil and chemical industries. And every time Texas says air quality is not dangerous. Oh, but please shelter indoors, close the air conditioners, put uh, tape on the windows. Thanks, Texas. In Massachusetts, oil giant ExxonMobil has lost a potentially significant court battle. A federal district court judge sided with the nonprofit Conservation Law Foundation, ruling that Exxon failed to use, quote, good engineering practices required by its federal permits in failing to prepare a coastal storage terminal facility for foreseeable severe weather events and flooding caused by storms and rising seas that could spread pollutants far from the site. The rule could have big implications for fossil fuel companies with coastal infrastructure, like, say, the entire Gulf Coast. Finally, some good news. Fast food giant Burger King says it will offer a meatless Impossible Whopper in a market test at stores across St. Louis, Missouri. The vegetarian plant-based patty was developed by California startup Impossible Foods, and it's said to closely mimic the taste and texture of a beef patty. If it sells well, Burger King will roll it out to all of its 7,000 restaurants in the U.S., helping to reduce the company's contribution to climate change caused by beef production. Also important, because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is banning cows. No, she's not. Well, uh, Senator Ed Markey, he's banning cows. Nope. The entire Green New Deal says there can be no more cows. It doesn't. Really? Really. Why does the President of the United States keep telling me that? Because he lies. Oh. For much more on all of these stories, which are not lies, and more, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. It's impossible. Tell the sun to leave the sky. It's just impossible. It's impossible. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! I know all about the lemons. (laughs) 
And I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges. Believe it or not, the lemon business is a big, big business. Yes, yes. But we are, uh, we are going to give that very serious consideration. One of the reasons he's here is about lemons. And uh, I'll tell him about the oranges. He'll tell me about lemons. But I, I think, I think uh, we're going to be very favorably. The oranges of the uh, uh, Tim Apple. Yeah. The oranges oh of God. the Tim Apple. <laughs> anyway, welcome back uh, to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly. And joining me, as always, uh, Mr. Joe Santorza of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, I, sir. I have a wind burn. Does that oh, count? Yeah. <laughs> you got a wind burn. Uh, yeah. So I got a wind burn from Trump and burned my nostrils from all the shirting. Uh, the sharks from his well, big dirty you, asshole. You, you both need to get a cancer screening. Uh, and this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. Uh, and of course, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Welcome back, Dobraumeister. Hello. Hey, he's getting a cancer screening from. Oh, Oakland. okay. All right, there you go. And yeah, please, they, they just it, said, said bend over and spread them. I, so I assume that's what that there you was. go. And, and please, <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah. Uh, they, and they looked down there and they said, <laughs> "So that's where the echo came from on that." <laughs> and uh, and please, uh, if you could uh, tell uh, Paul to give us a call uh, now, that would be good. And of course, last but not least, listening to the show. So okay, yeah, all right. Here. Okay, very good. And Rain, last but not least, are you ready to uh, do some name calling here on this this here live program? I am. All right, here we go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits and uh, also somebody get that car a jump starter honk honk goes the truck <laughs> all right so tonight we have we have Mr. Adam Hebert. We have Bobber DC. We have Psy Guy. We have Francie. We have Heather. We have Jake Collie. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> we have Lee again. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus. Hello, he is, Rain. Uh, hello, Joe. <laughs> hello. Oh. I oh swear to God, God, I want a cane. I want a cane. Um. We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. I'm sure we have Miles, too. Probably. Um, we got Moon Mare. We got President. We got myself. We got Sandy and Durwood. Tim Carmel. Trojan Rabbit. Who I think is going to be calling in. Yep. Probably. And, um... So... Can I can I jump ahead with the birthday banners? Um, no, not yet. We gotta wait got, till Paul's on. Oh, uh, you can, yeah, you okay. can start him up. You can start I if got you one. have one. I got yeah. one. 
But oh, I want to say, uh, hey, Lee, again, welcome back. It's been a while since we've seen you. So. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. No. Hi. Did we do? Did we do Tim? Tim's birthday. I think I did. I okay. said I was going to do it again tonight. Again. 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 Yes. All right, you know what, Joe? You're in, you're in charge of birthdays. Me? No, just Tim's. What I do? <laughs> no, nothing. No, Tim's birthday was yesterday, right? Yes. Yeah. I was Third on day. it. Last yeah, day. The day after mine. I was kind of on things. Hello? Okay. Keep going. Okay. Last year day. This is an awkward moment. There are two birthdays that I would like to say before a birthday that I don't want to say. This awkward moment. So <laughs> I want to say happy birthday to Tim Cormall, and I want to say happy birthday to um, Francie's sister-in-law. Oh, Katie. okay. Katie. That's all I want to say. Tim, eh? And then, um, yeah, just waiting for Paul to call us. <laughs> Where's Paul with the call? Hello, Paul. Right. Sounds like a Seinfeld thing. Tell you what, I'm gonna leave my woman cave. You gonna go slap him? I'm gonna go do this. But yeah, so happy Jeez. birthday to Tim and and Francie's sister-in-law. Now yeah. I'm leaving. Go and, and, and then we'll oh. have more. We'll have more <laughs> shortly. Yes. So as we we eagerly anticipate. <gasps> Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep playing sound clips until uh, we get Paul on. God bless the United States. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? Shut up! No, sir, I don't like it. Trump University. Go pricks. Thank God for Fox News. All right. <laughs> he called. Oh, he called. So there we go. Okay. Hi, Paul. Okay. Hold on okay. a second. Let me see if I can get speakerphone working on this thing. Okay. The speakerphone. Okay. That works. Uh, yeah, it's working. That work? Yeah. Can you hear okay. me now? Yeah. No, I had a, uh, I had a laptop failure just as, uh, just as the, uh, the biscuits were being. Uh, no shit going so all right bring up the uh had to bring up the phone and everything so well there you go took a while to get in here now you're in tip-top shape tip-top shape we call it sometimes tippy-top shape well hi paul that's right well we had a couple we have a couple tim cormel had a birthday the other day uh, so did uh, Francie's sister-in-law. What did what did Rain say? Katie, was that it? I I forget already. I'm just waiting for Rain to get back for confirmation on that. So you guys must say, your house must be really freaking big compared to mine because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're uh, uh, Rain. Are you back or no? No, she's not back. <laughs> She has, she okay. has to get, get over from the east wing to the west wing. East wing to the west wing. All right, all right. So, <laughs> do you have a scooter? Do you have a scooter? You have one of those. Lisa's not no, the we're right. Put in an underground train system, but you know. it's not the it's not the right wing to the left wing. That's good. We we haven't quite worked that one out yet. So it should be the Hi. left left wing Hi. to the other left wing. Uh, oh, all right, Tim's, Rain. Tim, Tim's younger younger brother's birthday. Today. Oh, 
Tim's younger brother's oh. birthday, and uh, five five years and one day apart, and um. Oh, he says, Mom and Dad must have enjoyed the 4th of July holiday. Ho, <laughs> oh, ho! There you go. So. Yeah, so. Talk, rockets in flight. Talk about fireworks. Afternoon delight. Yeah, well, you got to. Yeah, so to Tim's folks. What a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah, so her. See, at least I know I was I was conceived at Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Your parents your parents told you that? Yes. That's very nice of them. Hey, it's good to know. So it was all right, let's finish filling out the birthday roster here. We're 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 slacking. (laughs) We're slacking. We've got Francie Francie's sister in law, correct, Rain? Her name is Katie. Is that right? Katie. Yes. Katie. We have Tim Caramel's birthday, who was yesterday. Tim's yes. brother is today or the day before yesterday. Is that what it was? Uh, it, today? It, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. It doesn't matter. And then, Rain, did you have another birthday you wanted to add? I think that was it. Am I okay. missing another one? No, no. Um, I don't think so. And, Paul, we have a very special birthday yeah. from you. Yes, we do. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Rabbit, or as we call her, Anne, Anne. is uh, having her birthday tomorrow, the uh, the same day that her niece is getting married, which is why we're up here in the first place. That's very exciting. <gasps> Anne, are you Anne? Yes. Are you there? Are you there, Anne? I'm here. I'm Hi, here. Anne. It's lovely to hear Hi, your voice. Hello. 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 Hi. How was the trip, Anne? How come it? It was a, uh, it was ten hours of fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love that. Paul says, Paul says it was ten hours of fun, and Anne's like, oh. <laughs> it was a contrast. Yeah, that, oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Long when I met Anne, all she wanted going. to do was get out of the car. She was like, "I'm fine." Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're chilling with uh, with Bob and Rain's uh, four-legged friends, and uh, they yeah? uh, they accepted our bribes, and they're very happy. Oh, good. So, so did you uh, you, you you did a little uh, gift purchasing then? He did. Yeah, and I'm going to give my the missus right now. I'm going to give her her <gasps> birthday gift. Okay. Yay. Hopefully, she can open it fast enough. Well, that's fine. We got. We got we got at least ten minutes. It's fine. This is exciting. Yeah, this is exciting. I should I should oh 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 hold on. I'll I'll cue up the drum roll. Don't worry. Don't you don't rush on my account. Um. Yeah. uh, They can't get in there, but uh, this is this is Amazon wrapping job, so it shouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Oh come on, Ann. Oh no, it's fine. Don't pressure her. It's her birthday. Don't you pressure her. <laughs> Come on, Paul. She can Maybe take all the time she wants. Her present. Uh, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Paul, you just wait and shut up. This gift. Yeah. <laughs> they, do a, they do a. They do a. 
a surprisingly good job. Yeah, this, Amazon. This is a I've really, never, really nice job. I, I, I've Even never... they don't let their employees go to the bathroom. Okay, Joe. Just I like, like, you know... I like wrapping the, the presents. Day. Yeah, seriously, Joe. I'm sorry. Take back my compliment if you don't stop. I take back my <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys back again? The yeah, phone, well, the phone keeps going. We've out never left. Yeah, it's <laughs> just going out of speakerphone. I'm oh, having so many problems with electronics recently. All right, just well, okay, okay. Rabbit, are you there? I am here. Okay, the, the server is behind the couch. Excuse me. The server is behind the couch. It's, it's actually behind the love seat. It's behind the yeah. love seat. Just uh, okay. So. Okay, we're opening the box. All right. Here it is, Ann. Happy birthday. We have a, because you're going to need it tomorrow, we have a Canon camera for you. Oh, nice. Amen. Amen to that. With a memory memory card, a little tripod, all sorts of of little things for her. Because she needs a little point and shoot because her regular camera is just too big and bulky. So, Very cool. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. What a thoughtful man. That's your birthday present. Thank you very much. All right. Oh, can we get this a is kind of romantic. I think we can get a birthday banner for, uh, again, for Anne, for Tim, for Tim's brother, for uh, Katie, and is that everybody? Did we get everybody? I forget. Happy birthday, everybody. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! And a year from now, and I can play this for your niece. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, for a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. Gotta wait a year. Happy anniversary, you don't fill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Hello, Bob. I don't know how that happened. That came out of nowhere. That, yeah. yeah. So very good. Well, Anne, how did you listen to how, them? Oh my goodness! Are you having? Are you having a nice? Is this a nice uh, way to kick things off after that long car drive? Oh, yeah. It's just oh. fun. Well, she just she just gets to go on for the ride. I'm the one that does all the driving. I can't do any driving. Well, let me. <laughs> I don't have a license anymore. Yeah, the well, Commonwealth decided that she can't drive anymore. So. Well, no, no. I just meant the, the the car ride in general. I I wasn't you know uh, oh, yeah. guessing anybody doing anything in particular. Um, well, they want to. to read in the car. She had, she had plenty of stuff to read in the car. And all bruises looking at the bag that the present came in. Bruiser is? Yeah. Oh, bruiser. Physics books and stuff. I have all kinds of stuff to do. Cool. Cool. I I tell you what. I'm going to go. I'm going to mute. You guys keep talking. I think I got to go take some pictures. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, I will say this. I, I I I have a fun story. I have a fun story to tell you guys. Yeah. 
and I will try and put some of these pictures. Susan sent me a bunch of pictures at work today because she, I asked her to go to the hardware store and pick up some things for me. And, and I don't know I've told if I've told you guys or not on the show, but we've been feeding a community cat, a little black cat, a female black cat outside. And Susan and I actually took her in to get fixed. And then the vet looked at her and said, she's already been fixed. And yeah, uh-huh. they looked at the, 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 you know, they, cr- you know, trimmed part of her ear off, make it straight right. and flat. And, um, <clears throat> today when Susan was up at the thrift store or not thrift store, but the hardware store, um, she said, oh my gosh, there's Billy. We call the kitty Billy. And she sent me a bunch of pictures of Billy uh, <laughs> creeping around the outside of the hardware store and um, giving her the stink eye. It was kind of funny. And it turned out it was the same cat that we've been feeding. The hardware store is probably about four blocks away from our house. And um, I'll, I'll get a picture here momentarily and share it of <laughs> Billy sitting outside the mulch. So, but, but it's pretty cool. We, we have a, a little community kitty who hangs out at our house and at the hardware store. Well, it so. sounds like it's got a, a pretty big range. Yeah, I would. Where did it, where did it get fixed at the hardware store? The, actually, that's the thing. Well, yeah, they, they have a repair guy there. No, um, uh, <laughs> no, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because Susan was talking to the hardware store guy. And he said, I'm the one That's who so got cool. her fixed. Oh. So we're like, so the hardware store guy, his cool factor went way up for me. And uh, I don't know. Hey, Paul, can you hear me? Hey, Paul, can you hear me? Yeah. Paul, can, can you just mute your phone while you guys are talking about other stuff for a minute? <laughs> Is that possible? Oh, sorry. That's okay. It's a, the crosstalk. It's like it's like we're we're in a CNN fight here. Um, so, <laughs> um, the, phone, the phone is working when I don't want it to, and, the, and it doesn't work when I want it to. Well, that's okay. So, but I got a picture of uh, Billy the kitty coming up in the uh, in the chat room here for everybody. Um, again, looking all surly by some mulch. I think it's mulch. Uh, yes, it's uh, absolute red mulch. Um, uh but uh but yeah um i thought that but yeah you're right bobber that is quite uh an area if you have you ever watched those shows where they they like you know put a gps tracker on a cat and they show like where it roams and everything i have not no yeah i've i've seen those shows before and they're really cool um and uh in it in it, 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 it it, this seems like a much greater area that she's roaming than than typical other cats. But anyway, here's a picture of Billy. This is the cat that we feed. I'll try and get a picture of her on our property the next time uh, we're out there. But there you go, everybody. Um, Come on. There we go. All right, there it is in the chat. So Billy sitting in front of a pile of mulch. You can't get real close to her. That's pretty pretty close that Susan got there for to her, so... Uh, but she's a little runt. I like that kitty. Um, if, you, if you can't get that close to her, then how did you get her to uh, to, to take to the vet? Uh, we used a, a a trap. Oh, okay. Put some tuna fish in a trap. Ooh, the kitties can't resist that. 
But yeah, we got her to the vet, and the vet was like, "She's done. She's been. She's done being fixed." So anyway, well, I'll tell you what. It is. Uh, it, it, it. We might as well go to break now because it's almost time, and I want everybody to uh, be able to enjoy the extra photo time. I'll try. We'll make this break a little bit long. Um, I'll. I'll uh, I don't I typically play. Died. I got uh, one picture. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you're back. So, anyway, well, I'm, back, uh, I'm, I'm done. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to go to the break then. And uh, Paul, uh, if are you are you there, Paul? Yeah, I'm still here. The phone's okay. already cut off a couple more times, but uh, all right. Do you do you do you want to mute or just hang up and call back? No. Oh no, it's it's the. Uh, well, I suppose I could do that. It's up to that. you. I mean, if you got a mute button on your phone, just mute it. If you're fully charged, just mute it. So yeah, let me let me hold on a second. All right. So uh, anyway, Here we're we gonna go. Try that. All right. Well. I'm okay. Huh? Do you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but do you have a? Is there a mute mute on there? Yeah, well, I'm I'm on the regular phone now. I I turned the speaker off. No, I'm just saying during well, break, if you mute, oh, then it won't pick up press anything. Press the mute button. Push the All button, right. Frank. So, <laughs> All right. Well, he'll figure that out. We're going to go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this, everybody. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax, I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, or the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation. The Mueller report, I wish, covered the oranges, how it started, the beginnings of the investigation, Focus how it started. Quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Uh, you can do it. Uh, you can join us for the waning moments of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Radio for Humans. I can't wait till it's just radio for humans. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back to the program. I just 
I'm feeling like lime very curious about oranges. Yeah, yeah. Or origins of oranges. <laughs> uh, oranges. <laughs> oranges. And but of it's cl- seriously, uh, I'm very curious. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and of course, your bobber half, bobber der Braumeister for Freedom's Log, Washington D.C. Hello, Bob. Welcome back, Bob. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello, hmm. Bobber, my old friend. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, are you there Hello, or darkness, you my old friend? Well, 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 said baby Jessica while having a nightmare. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and of course, hey. Joe, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome back to you, sir. With windburn. Wind With windburn. Yeah, wind well, windburn is better than Bob being dead. You might want to see Bob it. Or my old friend. Might want to see if you have uh, wind cancer, Joe. Yeah, I... Wind, yes. I have to go see the doctor. My, my dermatologist will tell me. It's a mighty wind. Um, he, he warned me not to not to live under a, a windmill. Oh, for listen. Christ's sake! I'm telling you what, these updates on these computers is getting out of hand. So sorry, everybody. I'll be leaving the chat room for a while because the chat computer decided to reboot. Uh, Bobber, are you back with us? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going downstairs, <laughs> man. All right. Well, tell Paul to call back, and uh, Joe and I will vamp. I'm- for a moment. Yes, you guys vamp. God damn it, this is the thing I didn't want to do. It's out of control. Paul, I gotta tell Paul, call, <laughs> gotta go check on Bob. God damn it, I'm coming. Well, you oh, told it. I'm, I'm s- here, I'm here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wow. Oh, oh, it's baby now. She was ready to gut you. <laughs> oh my god. Like a fish. I had to go round up the, uh, an extension cord for Trojan. She was oh, headed okay. to, to the kitchen for a knife. Uh, hello, just, oh, hello, hello, babe. <laughs> oh, what a change in attitude. Wow. Uh, so anyway, yeah, so I guess gotta... Paul is going to call back uh, when when he can then, correct? I guess, yeah. Okay. That's, that's the plan. He said he was having problems with his phone cutting out. I don't know what that means. Well, um, at any rate, let's go ahead and, and get back into things. And, and, of course, the other story I wanted to talk about is on the computer that I can't look up right can't can't look at right now. So I will tell everybody this, is that uh, uh, one of our good friends over on Facebook tagged me um, for uh, a news story about somebody that Trump wants to hire for the Federal Reserve. <laughs> and unfortunately, since I don't have I don't have the story in front of me, uh, I don't have facts to back this up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry. Oh, doesn't yeah. he live in Becky 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 Stan Stan Stan? When Becky 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 Stan Stan. Um, Becky Becky Stan Stan Stan. Uh, oh, on, on the Syria thing. No, oh no, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. I'm sorry. He's oh, got, I, he's got I, a three-point three plan. It, it's nine, nine, nine. Nine, Becky, Becky, nine, Becky, nine. Becky, Stan, Stan. Uh, yeah. Stan, Stan. <laughs> Did you say nine, comp? Uh, no, nine, 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 n
And then, of course, nine. there's... Uh, I love the Juan Williams one. Nine, nine, nine. I, I love it. Mr. Pizza. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Trump, it's his... Uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, so, it, and of course, this opens up, uh, the New York Times is saying, well, this opens up a whole new Me Too minefield for Republicans, if this is true. But he says, uh, uh, yeah, Yahoo News, Trump picks former president presidential can, uh, presidential candidate, <laughs> uh, Herb Kane for a uh, Fed board. I so, yeah, this is. about Stephen Moore. Did you say they want to make him into a bed board? I know, yes. That's what I heard, too. Bed Fed. <laughs> Fed, the Federal Reserve. I could, I could go for that. Sure, sure. If it's the Fed board, that's a different story. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bed board, yeah, he'd be like a good bed board. He would, he would, you know. And here we go. We've got, uh, and, and just so any, in case anybody forgets, uh, Herb Kane used to be the CEO of Godfather's Pizza. You know, Godfather's Pizza that nobody's ever eaten at or heard of. Godfather's Pizza will deliver hot, fast, and fresh right to your door. Or if you want, will deliver our popcorn, chicken, salads, and pizza fries too. Godfather's Pizza, Wausau, and Schofield. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 hate oh. to, I hate to burst your bubble on that one. Oh, you've eaten there. I actually, I actually have eaten at the Godfather's Pizza in Atlanta. <gasps> really? And I married you. What What did you have? Um, I remember I had garlic knots that, that were actually quite delicious. Um, okay. And this, and this was probably twenty five years ago. Oh. Wow. I think so. I don't know, it was a long time ago. No, I. That's okay because twenty five years ago, Herb Kane was working on the Kansas Fed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Were you ever, uh, Bobber? Were you ever at a, at a Popeyes establishment? Oh uh, well, yeah. that's Ben Carson territory there. <laughs> no, I really. <laughs> yes. oh, Lord. Uh, no, no. It wasn't an establish. Was it an establishment? It was something else. It was a a, a Popeyes. Popeye. I don't know. It was like a, he said facility or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was really awkward what he said. Are you sure it wasn't a grain silo? <laughs> it could have been. Yeah, a pier, yeah the pyramid. Could have fallen into a grain silo. Sure. It was a grain silo that held grain. Yes. Which would have made the world better when we became acquainted to the idea of brewing and, beer. You know, and I love, I love that classic Bengal song, Store Grain Like an Egyptian. Uh, yes, it's classic, classic. Uh, but anyway, so over on my Facebook page, um, uh, my friend Jennifer put, uh, "Wait, Trump wants Herman. Poor people can buy used food. Cane on the board of the Federal Reserve." And she put, "LOL, thanks Kenny Pick for this classic." And she found it on YouTube and shared it with everybody. And uh, I was the only person that liked it, though. But anyway. Now everybody can like it by listening to it on uh, on the show right now. Used Foods Emporium, everybody. Sweating to the oldies. Come on down to Used Foods Emporium. Thanks to President Kane, all of our used foods are now 100% tax-free. This week's specials are assorted sun-dried mammals, only 99 cents a pound. You can't resist mm-hmm. that crunchy goodness. Be sure to visit the produce department for fresh found fruit from neighboring grocery store dumpsters. We have the softest apples in town. 
That's a fact. <laughs> While you're at Used Foods Emporium, stop by the hot used foods table for a wide variety of body temperature dishes freshly eliminated and regurgitated by our friendly staff all the live long day. And don't forget, all of our used foods are 100% tax-free. This week, kids get free ABC gum with a purchase of $20 or more. Used Foods Emporium, now with 999 convenient locations. There you go. <laughs> so, nine, nine, nine. Soft as apples in town. <laughs> Chris Lavoie always would repeat that line. <laughs> the softest apples in town. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna dislocate my shoulder, patting myself on the back for for that that tagline the softest apples in town <laughs> um, kenny you know chris lavoy is back right i do yeah him and travis bone are in full force so and i saw that they're doing the sexy liberal podcast network as well which is fun um i don't know if we'll get picked up for that but you know if they offer i, I, I won't say no they well, i'll give i'll give them my ask. i'll give them my rss feed so uh, plenty of back catalog kids been doing it for 10 years been doing it uh, the, the length of the lifetime of a small child um, we, do, we are friends with Jody yeah yeah. Well, Jody is an, uh, from the bunkers not even on there yet so not yet but uh, yeah yet, but she will yeah. be Yes. Uh, yeah. It was a Popeye's organization. Thank, thank you. President. Popeye's organization. That's right. It wasn't. <laughs> I knew you, it was something. Fucking, yeah. Thank you. Because I knew it wasn't quite establishment. Because that that <laughs> oh, sounds oh, yeah. too human. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. But anyway, so I, I Popeye's <laughs> organization. So I thought uh, the tan there's a tangential relationship to Trump and his oranges thing that we we've been playing, of course. <laughs> You know, they, uh, I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation. The Mueller report, I wish, covered the oranges, how it started, the beginnings of the investigation, how it started. Oh, how it started, the beginnings of the investigation, how it started. God, why does he say every fucking thing three times? It's because insane. He doesn't know what he says the first time. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like he doesn't believe it knows what he believes until he says it three times. Uh, but anyway, you know, him, it's always it's like apples and oranges. Well, speaking and, of and apples and oranges, and oranges and apples and Tim Cooks. Speaking of apples and oranges, oh, Joe. <laughs> no, and no mushroom. That Next, is the worst sangria. Ever. Mushroom sangria. Hey, let's let's call. I got an idea. Let's call. Let's call Papa's. Let's call Godfather's Pizza and ask for one with mushrooms. Oh man. Oh, I'm all right. You, I'm, man, up until mushrooms, I could live with lemons, oranges, apples. I'm surprised he didn't talk about limes because all of that sounds. Well, you really see that delicious. That was so mushrooms, funny because uh, I, I, oh, okay, you talked about limes. Nope. He wanted to have a lime item veto. Yeah, a lime. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want mushrooms in the sangria. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. So, so it ta very tangentially related to all of this, I actually did another version of uh, Use Foods Emporium, which was the apple and orange ananza. 
Oh, no. Yeah, and it was it was based on one of the debates between Mitt Romney and Herb Cain, where uh, Mitt decided to start arguing about what was an apple and what was an orange, you know, because he's like, well, this is apples and oranges, my friend. And and Herb Cain was like, well, that's an apple, and that's an orange. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that, but I made, I was like, shit, they're talking about food. Time for another used foods emporium. And that's, and, and that's where, and that's where this came from. This week at Used Foods Emporium, it's our semi-annual apple and orange ananza. Mix and match a wide variety of used apples and oranges. You're mixing apples and oranges. That recently fell off a truck and we acquired only $9.99 a bushel. And I'm going to be getting a bushel basket that has apples and oranges in it. Our oranges aren't just orange. Some are brown, green, and gray. A great way to liven up any holiday table. And we stand by our guarantee that we have the softest apples in town. 100% tax-free. Now that's easy on the old choppers and the pocketbook. That's an apple. <laughs> Don't miss out on some other great bargains in our produce department. Listeria contaminated cantaloupe, only 30 cents a pound. It's listerific. <laughs> and peppers, a nickel apiece. Don't miss out on the apple and orange ananza at Used Foods Emporium. That's apples and oranges. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> they're listerific. <laughs> <laughs> I know Lavoie also really loved uh, the, when the the soft the softest apples in town. That now that's easy on the choppers and the pocketbook. <laughs> oh God! I cannot believe that Donald Trump is actually saying that Herman Cain and Stephen Moore, who is worse than Herm Herb. Herb Cain. No, Stephen Moore is really terrible. No, it's a toss-up. Her, Herb, <laughs> Herb Cain actually did do work for the the Fed. He really yeah, did. He oh, pizza. did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he, no, no, he really did work for the for the Fed. What did he do for them? He was, I think, he was the Fed guy in Kansas. He fed them soft apples. All right, don't make me do the research for you. You don't have to. It's fine. You guys have research so. to the Google. We'll do a Google church later. I'm, Go do a Google church. And uh, my my point is is that Herman Cain. Go is do a nuts. Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. Sorry. Go ahead. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> 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 Rain was fucking fed up at that point. That was great. Go ahead. <laughs> no. You all go do your Google search. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You'll see oh. what I'm talking about. Just go do we'll a do church. It. We'll do I it. I am. No, a Google not... church on the Herman Cain who does have experience with the Fed. He, he does. I'm Stephen looking, Moore, who doesn't. I'm looking right at the Google church for Herbert Cain. At age 36, he managed 400 Burger King stores. No. No. <laughs> yeah, no yes. No. Yes, he did. In the Philadelphia area. He did. I remember this. He, he did this. Uh, it says right here, Pils, uh, Pillsbury, then President uh, Wynne Whalen said he was an excellent bet. <laughs> Herman always seemed to have his act together. <laughs> well, and his, and his, and his, 
Yes. No, no, no. He did have Federal Reserve at the Kansas. Yeah, he served as chairman of the board of Federal Reserve. Thank you. Bank in Kansas City, Omaha branch. I'm not saying that he is the person that we should support, but I'm yes. telling you, when you compare him to fucking Stephen Moore, yes, you don't go to he, you don't go to the Fed with the with the the, the Herman Cain you want. You go to the Fed with the Herman <laughs> Herman Cain you have. So no. stupid people because are ruining America. He's one of the known. He's one of our known unknowns. Yeah. Even more is one of those freaking Republic or Trump publicans who will defend that guy no matter what. Uh, that, no that's, that matter are, what. That's true. I've seen them so. on CNN time and time again. And, we also and, know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some yeah. things we do not know. Yeah. I don't that's have right. facts to back this up. There's that. Not too. on Becky, 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 Becky Stan. Nope. No. Uh, nah, nah, well, nah. Uh, I want to play the other two uh, decent use foods important because I did five total. So I want I want to oh, play wow. the other two. Yeah, yeah, I did five. At the I, I probably won't do the Road Flare Mary one just because because she she actually took over uh, use foods important at one point. And I have no idea why. Um, but uh, I think she might have passed away. Oops. Um, he's <laughs> <laughs> the God's honest truth. I mean, I've been listening to you. Ken, you know, I listened to Stephanie Miller. Yeah, she hasn't called into the show for probably eight, nine years. Who's this? What? Road, Road Flair Mary. <laughs> Road Flair Mary. Yeah, she kind of talked like I this heard- when she called in. Hi. Because I think I, I think Jim Ward Jim Ward said yeah what he's like what does she smoke road flares Jim said he wouldn't do well that's the thing too is Jim Ward whenever he's on he's like do not put her on he said don't put her on the air I don't want her on the air uh, I remember that vividly so it's a good chance that she's called and they're just like no bye bye so. You know what? <laughs> that was her big catchphrase. You know what? She's, she's fun- no longer among us. She was a conservative, and her son was on food stamps, and she was always crying about, oh, you socialist. Anyway, but here's here's the used foods emporium. Um, uh, this is I the. I do remember her, and it was oh my lord. Yeah, oh my lord. Yeah. Oh, oh my-, my god. Uh, but Use Foods yeah. Emporium, this is the uh, Mitt Romney edition where apparently uh, there was a time there was like he was meeting with constituents and they had cookies out on a picnic table and he knew they were store oh, and he knew they were st- he knew they were st- oh, yes. he knew they were store bought he knew they were store bought and he was complaining about it to the people who were like feeding him and we're just like that's our Mitt so that that inspired uh, the Cookie Gate <laughs> Romney good, Cookie man. Gate. <laughs> what would you say? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yes. So here's the used foods uh, Romney Cookie Gate edition. Back by popular demand, Used Foods Emporium is reopening our doors, offering you wholesome used food that's 100% tax-free. As Mitt Romney blazes a trail across the United States, 
He's leaving a wake of used food in his path. Here's a mere sampling of the discarded items from Mr. Romney. Partially ingested pancakes. Uh, these are pancakes. Uh, Only 15 cents a half stack. Piles of grits. Grits, and the things are strange. And sandwiches. <laughs> if you want another sandwich, there's more back there. Mix and match, a dollar a fistful. And now Governor Romney's left behind a whole slew of used cookies. I'm not sure about these cookies. <laughs> they, don't, they don't look like you made them. Buy a dozen, get a half dozen free. And for our grand reopening, be sure to bring the kids by the all-new Alicia Silverstone Mama Bird Stand for their complimentary <laughs> mouthful of pre-chewed food. Hurry in to Use Foods Emporium while the Seamus Delight is still running hot off the roof. <laughs> Use Foods Emporium, once again, home of the softest apples. It's apples and oranges. And oranges in town. Where the Seamus Delight is still running hot off the roof. Does anybody get that reference? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus Those Delight. Those cookies were fucking... They were from 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know about these cookies. Doesn't look like you made them. No shit. <laughs> yeah, somebody made them. They're somebody grits. Though they're strange things. Grits. Really? They're strange. Grits are strange. Mint. Oh god, I'm so glad. Well, anyway, to, to admit they are strange. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, and this is the most inappropriate. That was, that was 2012, right? Uh, uh yeah, ish. Yeah. Oh yes. Like seven years ago. Seems normal. Yeah, um, but and this is this is probably the most questionable um, uh, uh, used foods emporium I've ever done, and it, it it got people were pissed at me when I made this because there was um, there were there was a guy in Zanesville, Ohio, who was uh, selling exotic meat, uh, like from you know jungle animals and stuff like that. And I made a use foods emporium about it, <laughs> and people were pissed. I can't say it's my proudest moment, but it's uh, <laughs> it still exists. I didn't delete it. Here you go, everybody. This is the exotic foods version of uh, the Zanesville, Ohio location of Use Foods Emporium. Use Foods Emporium is proud to announce the grand opening of our Zanesville, Ohio location. Due to unfortunate circumstances, we've lucked into a whole mountain of meat. And to get this gala celebration started right, we'll be offering deep discounts on exotic used meats, 100% tax-free. We're offering everything from lions to tigers to bears. Mm -mm. Look for our Big Cat Junction display and take your choice of cougar chops and jaguar giblets, $7 a pound. After you've stocked up for your feline feast, swing by our simian sample stand and try out our hearty herpes monkey chunks. Don't forget to pick up some wolf nuggets for the kids. They'll be howling for more. All this and more at Use Foods Emporium at our new Zanesville, Ohio location, home of the softest apples in town. Yep. There you go. Dark there. The went really, yeah, was... really dark there, Ken. The hearty herpes monkey chunks uh, one, because there was something about monkeys with herpes at the time, too. I really kind of just... Cougar chops and jaguar giblets, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lions, tigers, and bears. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
come on, you got to give me it for originality. Uh, it so, was anyway. Uh, <laughs> it was a stroke of... Well, you had a stroke. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. So I'm thinking maybe I should bring uh, Use Foods Emporium back for Herb Kane working at the Fed. Use Fed Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, he did manage 400 Burger Kings. He did. Then he opened Godfather's Pizza. And then, then he became uh, a, a Fed Bank uh, person. He touched some ladies when he shouldn't have. Well, well, yeah, that. well, yeah, but you don't that you know that has nothing to do with the Oops, Fed. Booby booby boobs down. That's only a problem with <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh yeah, if you yeah. if you hug too Thank long, you if you hug too long. Well, no, that was that was Bobber. That was Bobber. That wasn't me. Okay, well, thank you. Booby booby boob stand. Booby booby boob stand. So anyway, anyway, I don't know. I, I got a. Oh, we have some Nancy I went Pelosi. To a Hooters uh, uh, establishment. <laughs> no, not an establishment. A, a Hooters. What was it again? Um. <laughs> it was in the we chat already. What, what was it? it not establishment, <laughs> but organization. Was it organization? Organization. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a Hooters organization. Yes. You men. Oh, you men! It's Herman Cain. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I just said that you. I've men. never been in a Hooters organization. No, and why I, I, not? I've been there. Susan was there too. She did not. I've been was, there too. No, yeah. no. I, I they don't have good know. food. And um, twenty years ago, they did. Seriously, yeah, I, I went there. 20... I think I went there like like probably thirty years ago. Oh, I, I got. I was going to say the, maybe thirty years ago they had good wings. Good I, wings. I, that, that's, that's exactly what wings. I had there twenty years ago. But, well. Maybe maybe seventeen years ago, it wasn't that great though. Maybe maybe fifteen. Maybe no no. I'm well, no, I was doing I was doing comic teasing. conventions at the time, so I was in Pittsburgh <clears throat> around two thousand three. So sixteen years ago, I think is when it was. So anyway, I think, I think that company probably had really awesome wings, and somehow would like well. In order to get people to eat our awesome wings, let's objectify women. Yeah, there was a you know yeah. you you'd be glad to that know was this like using breasts to sell wings. Well, it was, it See? was the, it and was, thighs it was first, and thighs. Uh, it was the first restaurant. Oh, oh look at that! You know what? Yeah, I mean now, now they've got uh, the the one that's that's sort of Scottish, and they got the, the one that's you know with the the tilted kilt. You and know what, the, the one, Bobber? The, the Twin Twin Peaks. Bobber twi- yeah. Tilted Kilt. Tilted Kilt in yeah. in Cleveland went out of business. They put in a um, uh, uh, paninis there. Huh. <laughs> oh, those Italians—they always get the scots. <laughs> oh my God, Joe. Hooters. Who, I used to call. Uh, I used to call. Um, I used. I called Tilted Kilt Hooters with kilts, or it you was. know. Or no, Hooters and Tartan. That's what it was. Um, so, because Tartan, Tartan, you can call them Tartan, Tartan Tarts. 
but no, I wouldn't call women that. They're just being objectified. It's obnoxious. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, I do have some Nancy Pelosi audio and some other stuff I want to play when we come back. Um, sorry, no time for Mad Libs, but if Paul wants to be back on, if he if he got enough yeah, charge on his phone, come back? what's going on with that? Um, we'll see. So uh, he was I mean, complaining he, he, about his phone, so that's all I know. Okay. Well, he's more than welcome uh, to <clears throat> hop in uh, wherever he likes. Um, and uh, I'm gonna play another Bobber song. And uh, let's do uh, let's do home cooking. How about that? We haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> all right. So uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> At the Food Emporium. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Can Perfect. Can I have a pizza with mushrooms? Yeah. Um, well, maybe, uh, sure. Or maybe bananas. Maybe banana oil. Who knows? We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right <laughs> after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio. And KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you play the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Not once, not twice, but four times for having four magnificent people all under the same roof. And what a great picture of Paul, Ann, and Bruza uh, there in the chat room. Oh, yes. And so. I'm sorry for coughing throughout the commercial break. Oh, why I ought to. That's okay. You could, um, you could punch me. No. Why would I ever do that? That's ridiculous. And by the way, that's <laughs> oh God Almighty! This got real fucking dark. Uh, so <laughs> Isn't that a cute picture, everybody? That's a great, uh, the awesome, awesome picture of the of uh, again. They have a new friend, Paul, and says. I can see that they gave Bruiser the toy that they brought for her. Oh, very nice. Yes. So, yes. Uh, but welcome. Oh, that'll Ooh. do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh it's legal in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they did they traffic that across state line? I think they so. did. <laughs> um <laughs> So. Uh but anyway, Bobber, I talked about this on Tuesday. I got my local beer joint to start carrying Sapporo for me. So I'm very excited about that. Um, you a fan of the that Japanese beer? Although it's made in Canada, unfortunately, but you know. But yeah, they make the, the, the same recipe that uh, that they do in Japan. Yeah, Sapporo Kirin, I mean, Kirin Ichiban is one of my favorite beers for that style of beer because it's it's all malt. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll say that it says right on the bottle all malt. That means it doesn't have 
you know, the corn syrup. It doesn't have rice. It doesn't have yeah. corn. It's just it's all it's all uh, malted barley, and you can taste the difference. It's it's a really clean, uh, tasty beer. So what is I'm looking on the bottle here for what Sapporo has in it. Do you have any uh, indication what what's in it? Why do I like this so much? Uh, because it's a well-made beer. It's it's nicely balanced. It's um, it's probably all malt as well. It may mm-hmm. have a little wheat in it. I'm not sure. Um, it has wheat, but, uh, but beside the star, there is definitely wheat. Um, well, it, it could be wheat or it could be barley. They look, they kind of look the same. Oh, okay. So it's it's either wheat or barley on the sides of the star, and then definitely hops at the bottom. So it's hoppy, yeah, but so, it's not too hoppy. It's, right. So it's um, it's got a good dry, like uh, kind of pilsner kind of yes it's, it's more it's more of a pilsner than like an american lager i mean to mm-hmm. me the difference is that american lagers tend to taste a little sweet yeah and, and not really sweet but they're just not the i mean the, i like the beers that are a little drier and a little more bitter and so and yeah and that's what the japanese beers are i think the american lagers tend to they have a little more sweetness they're a little less bitter so they just they they get kind of cloying in the mouth to me yeah and I don't, I don't know if you heard, uh, but I was, um, I got two beers from Omagong. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I'm sure you're familiar with that yeah, brewery. Omagong. Um, I got two Game of Thrones oh theme, themed oh beers from them. One was actually made with, I think it, it's a beer that was actually made with Chardonnay, I think. It was, um, it could, huh? It could be. I mean, they, they, they might sometimes, uh, they they'll put uh, the must, which is like the you know, the juice and the and the skins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like after the beer is done fermenting, then they kind of soak it on that to, to get some of the flavor. Or it could be like in a wooden barrel that was used to make wine. Yeah, um, those are two two different ways to approach it. Well, and I also have the uh, the King of the North. Uh, I still have some of that left, which is. Um, it's a oh, what did I say it was rain? Um, it's a it's a, a a brown beer. It's um what do you what, what's Guinness? A stout. It's a stout. Guinness is a stout. Yes. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, the King of the North beer is a stout made by them. Very good. Very reminiscent. Um, almost kind of has a, a very a, a, a coffee molasses kind of taste to it. Uh, nice. almost a, there's a little I think there's a little hint of fruit in there too like maybe kind of a like a blackberry or some kind of flavor in it it's pretty nice so uh, that was only 10 bucks for a big big old pint bottle so mm-hmm. looked like a wine bottle but I I, I don't know is a wine bottle is that a pint of wine in a wine bottle or I is think that- it's 750 milliliters that, that, I mean mm. that, that's usually what they how that works is i don't know i'll go grab it i'll in in uh in uh we'll, we'll see what the the bottle says on it in a second here but welcome back everybody um we're not going to go over because i don't want to keep uh rain and bob from entertaining their company and um of course that being paul and ann and paul if, if your phone's working you can feel free to call back um but uh let's go ahead and get to a little bit of this audio i have and um uh, apparently donald trump in his uh cult no 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 hold on let's let's play this bit of audio first um the breakfast club that fantastic 
uh, Sirius XM or I don't know what what where they're everywhere they're broadcast. But um, Charlemagne the God and his co-hosts have that show, The Breakfast Club, where they have uh, pretty much predominantly all everybody who's a Democrat who's running. You know, there's three African American hosts, two men, one woman, uh, running this show. Charlemagne the God being one of them. And they've gotten some really great moments out of a lot of Democratic candidates running for president. Um, and they're like, yeah, Donald Trump can come on our show. We're not going to beg him. I played some of that audio uh, last week. They're not going to beg him, but, you know, if he wants to come on, he can come on. And this is uh, Aaron Burnett interviewed him. Uh, a nice long interview, but I only clipped out the part about her questioning him on, you know, you know, what kind of, what would you ask Donald Trump if he came on? I love this. I love this so much. What would you ask President Trump if he was on the show tomorrow? That's a great question that I've never given any thought to, to be totally honest. Like that would be one of those times where I would have to bring in all my brain trusts and let's like, <laughs> let's, let's really have the conversation. Because I think honestly, anything, it's pointless to have a conversation with a guy like that. Don't you think? But you, you were saying... And this is when you, you and I were talking before you mm -hmm. came out here. So I'm. If you, if you oh, that he's the most insecure man in the world. Well, you were saying that you think he does really mm -hmm. care what people think about him. about him. Absolutely, mm -hmm. that's all deflection. Like that's all a front. Like that whole I don't give a f attitude. That's all a deflection. Like I think he's probably the most insecure man in America. Like he probably goes home at night and cries because he knows that regardless of how much money he has, regardless of what you know position of power he's in, is some things about him that he cannot change. Maybe he don't like the size of his hands. I'm serious. Like it's something about him that makes him that insecure because he's a bully, and we all have had enough experiences with bullies in our life to know that most bullies are insecure so i just think he's one of the most insecure people ever and i really think he goes home at night and cries his eyes out <laughs> oh man little rex quando okay, now watch this i'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away break the wrist walk away jeez wow and, you know and I, he's right he's right this he guy is. is so insecure uh, i would Are venture I to say that charlamagne the god is wrong Donald Trump doesn't know how to cry because he's a sociopathic. Well, he's maybe a sociopathological narcissist. But I'll say this: if if Trump heard that, uh, you know what I think happened. So I think he got hurt feelings. Maybe. So <clears throat> we'll see. I wish he heard that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. kidding. I really wish he heard that. It would be nice. It'd be something. So, uh, uh, yeah, it, and it was so funny because again, over on the on the place where I should never go, the the hive. We'll never find <laughs> the more wretched hive of scum and all these racists from Breitbart were over there just being like, oh. What a pompous ass Charlemagne the God. He doesn't even spell Charlemagne right. And he says he, he doesn't even spell the right because he spells it T-H-A. And it's like, seriously, dude, you're going to cry about that? Okay, uh, I used to listen to Def Leppard, Megadeth, and Motley Crue, all of which spell their names wrong. And if you're upset, <laughs> if you're upset that he's calling himself Charlemagne the God, well, the guitarist of Motley Crue named himself after uh, Mars... 
you know, make Mars the, uh, you know, Mars the, the god of war. Oh, no, we're so upset. We're so upset. <laughs> I'm an atheist. The word god is just like any other word. That title literally means nothing to me. But, you know, oh, no. How dare he call himself a god? Uh, but yeah, it was, it, I mean, you know, the ugliest fucking dumb people came out for that. And he doesn't know how to spell Charlemagne. Mm. Oh yeah. He spells it with a C H, uh, C-H-A-R-L-A-M-A-G-N-E mm-hmm. instead he of spells uh, it exactly how he needs to spell it. Yeah. And, and the, the second a in the traditional spelling of Charlemagne the second A that he uses is an E. Oh my God! Oh my God! How dare he? How dare he deviate <laughs> from? Does Charlemagne mean French? The white. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Charlemagne. I am exposing my ignorance here. So God I don't know. French. I have no idea. God is French. God is French. French. Speaking of speaking of which, now I brought that bottle in here. The bottle of this uh, this King in the North Barrel Age Imperial Stout is what it's called. One oh, point one snow. One point nine point four fluid ounces, but it's it looks like a wine bottle. It looks like the same size as a wine bottle. Yeah, that's a bomber. So. Thanks, Obama. What? It sounds like it's a bomber. Thanks, Obama. Jesus Christ. Ask him for your help, Bob. (laughs) Hello, Bob. Hello, Bob. Bob. All right, well. Doesn't that sound like a beer bomber? Yeah, bomber. That's what we call him. Oh, there you go. That's what I was Not a growler, I, but a I, I bomber. Because they're a good size to make Molotov cocktails? I, I don't know. Yeah, it, well, it's a, it's, it's a... Molotov cocktails? It's a bomber, not a growler. This is a growler. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I think they missed everything you said. I heard a little bit of it, but I didn't care. Uh, no, we were I'm talking kidding. about the new bombers, and Bob said they would be perfect for Molotov bomb. I heard that. I just chose to gloss over it, so we didn't focus okay. too much on terrorism. <laughs> um, so, uh, because that'd be a mistake of a maker. What a mistake of a maker. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, let, let's play this one. Uh, this one more from Trump. Um, Trump is lying once again about it. Uh, I mean, the border, the border, the the flip flop. Okay, first it was we're going to build the wall. Mexico is going to pay for the wall. First he was for Mexico paying for the wall before he was against it. All right. Well. First he was for a national emergency at the border until he was against it. Yeah. First, he was for shutting down the border wall before he was against it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. This is fucking nonsense. Uh, I never changed my mind at all. Uh, I may shut it down at some point, but I'd rather do tariffs. So Mexico, I have to say, has been very, very good. You know that over the last four days since I talked about shutting down the border. Uh, if they continue that, uh, everything will be fine. If they don't... We're going to tariff their cars at 25%. 
coming into the United States. So every time they make a car, it's a 25% tariff. That means we make money as opposed to lose money. We'll probably bring those car companies back into the United States. But if, on the other hand, it doesn't work, which it will, 100%, the tariffs will work it just like they've worked with steel. Our steel industry is so hot right now because of what I did with tariffs. Same thing with aluminum. They'll work. But if it didn't work, I will close the border. I also am looking Wait, at an economic I it was gonna penalty work. for all of the drugs that are coming in through the southern border and killing our people. Oh, God. Go back. Just Did he say he's uh, going to... He's going to tear up 25% of our cars? <laughs> you, you, no, he, he's just going to grunt on them. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have a 25% tear-up. I know. They're, they're, he said tariffs. He didn't say tariffs. But I love that because Trump's acting like Mexico's going to pay for tariffs. I mean, do you know who that gets passed along to trump to let have me, you have you thought about who, that who, who pays those tariffs hmm. oh I, I think i know but i, I what don't could the answer be i don't have facts to back this up <laughs> i don't have facts to back this up i think use foods emporium uh, offsets the us? cost <laughs> us? yeah well yeah you know but that if you buy used food amazing, stupid ridiculous soliloquy that the president has given in the past... I never changed my mind! Two days. Two. I never changed my mind! I'm smart. <laughs> That's so ridiculous what he said. As, as I was listening to this, my I, literally, my head was like, oh, are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Really? Because none of this makes sense. Not none of it. He said none of it. Sense. None and of now it. Now I'm going to do the Nancy Pelosi clap. You don't make sense. Speaking of Nancy boy. Pelosi, he was um, Trump around last week. He Trump closed that border. I uh, yeah, He's not gonna it, close oh, the border so going to close next year. So close. He was so close to closing that damn border. He was, he was just like going to yes. do it. Going to do it. He's going to build that I'm wall. Give you a ten year warning. Doesn't matter <laughs> about the economy. Safety's more important. He's he's dumb. Oh, he's so he's not smart. No, he's not. He's not smart. He's He's not intelligent. He's smart. Kind of dumb. He's smart. So he's not. Listen to this. Listen to this. And we got to we got to go quickly through this because we only got five minutes left. Um, But uh, I shared this story. Able to say he's stupid. I shared this story earlier with Rain, and and you in 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 response, Rain, you sent me some clips from Nancy Pelosi. But this is uh, by from Josh Feldman over at Media. Trump team reportedly uh, set to take tax return fight all the way to the Supreme Court. He's willing to die on this hell. Hill. <laughs> hill, not hell. Uh, he's willing to die and go to hell. Uh, please, baby Jesus. Um, but it says, as everyone expected, uh, Trump is planning to fight hard against uh, the release of his tax returns after a request from the House Ways and Means Committee. Chair, uh, committee Chair Richard Neal uh, made the request of the IRS on Wednesday, after uh, which Trump responded by claiming he's still under audit. Oh, bullshit! 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 Yeah. 
Uh, CNN reports this afternoon that one uh, administration official is saying they're willing to take this fight all the way to the Supreme Court. As this official put it, this is a hill and people would be willing to die on it. Hopefully they mean literally. <laughs> so Nancy Pelosi, here's some great audio from Nancy Pelosi. Can't I want to get forever. I want to get through both of these clips. They're about each is about a minute, minute and a half long. Um, she was asked uh, about the congressional authority of looking at Trump's taxes. You know, oh, you know, hey, how can you do that? Or is this just a political thing? On the president's tax returns, Chairman Neal has said that this is a matter of policy, not politics. What is the legislative purpose to having the president's tax returns? What law could you pass that you can't act on now? Okay, that reporter, not so bright, because Nancy was so ready for this. You know, I'm sorry, whoever that was asking that, not really a smart question. No, well, the law exists. The law is very clear. The law says, and I'll read it to you. The law says uh, that upon written request from the chairman of the Committee on Ways and Means or the chairman of the Finance or the chairman of the Joint Committee on Taxation, that would be either one of those other two. But anyway, uh, the secretary shall furnish, shall not may, should, could, shall, <laughs> or furnish such committee with any return or return information specified in such request. And that is what he's talking about. Now, he takes it further. He has been very thoughtful in this. And yesterday when he informed me that he was uh, making what that was going to imminently be in the press, uh, this is a policy matter. Uh, the uh, president and the vice president are audited. That's what happens, that audited. Congress has an oversight responsibility to see that that is happening, if it has happened, and how it has happened, and that's the policy aspect of this. Uh, but this is, um, again, I commend him for his thoughtfulness on the subject and how he has proceeded with it. Man, that's a real kick to Trump's tiny penis. Don't say penis in this house! Get out of my house! <laughs> All right. I, I, it needed to be played. Um, and there's more. Thankfully, Rain sent me another clip about Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, saying, hey, listen to this. Remember this. Remember these numbers here about how much authority they have over Trump's fucking taxes. Some Republicans have said that this is an effort to, their word, weaponize the law. And that said, Democrats have tried to get at the president's tax return since the campaign. Even uh, Congressman Neal said this morning he thought that there, this was in for a long court battle. Do you see any reason? Do you, do you genuinely think that you guys will eventually get the tax return to the president? You guys. Well, let me, let me say a couple of things about this. The U.S. Tax Code, Section 6103, remember those numbers, 6103 provides Congress the legal authority to get the tax returns. The IRS manual requires... The IRS manual requires requires an audit of the president, and uh, Congress has the duty to ensure that has been done and done properly. We also need to determine whether Congress should require by statute the IRS, IRS to do such an audit and the scope of any audit. Ways and means request under Section 6103 Ways and means request under 6103 have never been denied. Have oh, my. never been denied. 
Ways and Means has evoked the authority in the normal course of its oversight of tax administration many times before. Oh, shit. And also... Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. God damn it. I love her. I love her. There's another... (laughs) The other aspect to this is nobody asked Trump or his lawyers. They asked... The Treasury Department. Yeah, well, that goes He's to AOC. That goes to a- saying this. That goes to AOC, right? Didn't she say <laughs> she she did a tweet where it was like, you know, Trump said my taxes are under audit. AOC said nobody asked you. Nobody asked so. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a request to him. This is a request directly from one federal agency to another. Mm-hmm. And but they're claiming privacy hold in their, up. Their, their letter. I'm but, under audit, I'm under audit, and also I'm under audit because I say everything three times so I can remember it. And yes. here's the thing. When the Republicans held control of the House, they could sit back and be like, well, he's under audit, so we can't go into this. Throwing our hands in the air. Into this. And what now are the we going to do? are in charge of the House, and here we have Nancy Pelosi being like, here are the legal statutes. This, yeah, yeah. this, 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 and no. This so, is yes. oversight. Basically, this is government doing its job. As yeah. opposed to the Republicans sitting back and being like, we ain't going to do shit. Yeah, they're, the Republicans are like, herp a doodle do. And Nancy Pelosi's like, surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, we got we got to wrap things we're gonna up. Get, we're yeah. going to get the taxes. Getting your motherfucking tech. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, Bobber, what would you like to say on the way out of the program? Well, um, you know, if, if, if you're looking for the oranges of uh, <laughs> this whole problem in, in, in the office, you might look at it. The, I hope they the now go and take a look at the oranges. Right I'm sorry. You, you might you might take a look at whatever he's spraying on his face. Um, also, you know, the, tr- yes, yes. <laughs> so that is uh, well worthy of the A train uh, A train home on the way way out. So thank you. Yes. So is that uh? Anyway, yeah. Very That's nice. Very nice. All right, and thank you for the beer talk tonight, Bobber. I like that. That was nice. I'm finishing up that uh, that stout right now, the Imperial Stout. It is heavy compared to what I usually drink. So, <laughs> definitely, I just it's finished probably, a supply. Probably got a lot more alcohol in it too. Well, it's eleven percent, I think. So yeah. So. Did you drink the whole bottle? Uh, not tonight. No, it's been. I've been. It's been spread out over like a week and a half. So. Okay. Um, not ju- well, not just this one, but you know, the the two. So yeah, I had one night where, where I felt like shit the next day. Don't worry. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, all right, uh, Rain, what do you have on the way out of the program? All I know is that um, Madam Speaker is going to make sure that we get his fucking tax returns. Yes. Release to the public. I believe that. I really, really do. You're going to get leaked. I love it. Not, well, I I don't want to see anything leaked from Trump. 
Because that, I think, is filled with syphilis and infection. <laughs> oh. Wow. And mushrooms. Nice. And it's, it's kind of got a, a, a pussy kind of... Yeah. Back. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. I just want to see. I want. Yeah, that's getting back to it. I just want Nancy Pelosi to release his tax returns. I actually have. uh, I I looked to see if I had like a a a clip related to taxes um, for this. You know, a little funny, wacky audio clip rain. But then I typed in tax, and then I found this clip of Taxi Driver from when Harvey Keitel's character gets shot. So I thought that could be good. This is probably going to be Trump's reaction after his taxes are released. No, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't Kaitel. I have. I actually have the Kaitel clip. But uh, <laughs> actually, I I disagree with that audio clip. I think that's going to be his son. Oh, Donald maybe. Jr. Well, maybe this will be Trump here. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love so Harvey Keitel clips. I do believe that we're going to get the tax returns. I do. He can he can go and try to make this his death on the hill, but Nancy Pelosi made it clear mm. there is law. Yeah, there, there, there yeah. I mean, well, in, in, he may in, not see them, well, but the, they have to give them to Congress. They do, they yeah. do, and uh, Congress, bef- can't, it, Congress we, can't, and they can't release them to the public anyway. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Joe's parting shot coming up right after this eleven-second clip of Harvey Keitel crying. <laughs> All right, Joe, what's your parting shot? Oh God. Why do you well, follow that? <laughs> sounds a little like Harvey Cartel because it's about a bloodhound. Ooh. Sure. <laughs> um, it's about uh, the, the the Lake County, Florida Sheriff's Department uh, got its newest canine officer. Great. Uh, uh, a bloodhound named, wait, wait for this, Rommel. Rommel? Rommel. Really? Rommel? <laughs> Rommel. Like, like right. that dude? In, in World War Two, like the tank general in <gasps> North Africa, Nazi. That's who I'm thinking about. Thank you. Yes, yeah, poor dog. And that started a whole thing <laughs> down in Lake County, <laughs> where oh, people wow. start God. people start tweeting things like, "Rama will initially train alongside uh, the police dog Joseph Mengele." <laughs> oh. Wow. You know Joseph Mengele. The dog, it's not the dog's fault. I was only barking orders. How about this this, this tweet? What an amazing coincidence the cops would name their dog after a Nazi. So after some consternation, one one person tweeted, Oh my God, how cute. I'd surrender just to play with him. (laughs) There you go. So after some, uh, some, some consultation that they named their bloodhound after a Nazi war criminal. <laughs> they renamed him Scout. Oh, there you go. Oh. Like, uh, that's like yeah. ta- Tonto's horse from the Lone Ranger. 
Um, yes. So scout. But yeah, scout. I was only fetching or... orders. <laughs> I found the drugs. <laughs> and you, I know where your family lives. I did not bury the bones. I just dug them up and gnawed on them. <laughs> I like That's that he's going to train next to Joseph Mengel. Oh, my God. His name is Scout now. Scout. Scout, not not round, but but the the peculiar thing is the officer who named him uh, claimed he didn't name him after Rommel, the 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 German Nazi. He named him after Rommel <laughs> McDonald, his childhood pet, which brings really? which yeah, which makes me wonder about your family, buddy. God damn it! Who did they name that that pet after? Rommel. Right. All right. There we go. <laughs> all right, so it's Scout. <laughs> now it's Scout, and he now was only. <laughs> I see nothing. I, I see nothing. nothing. They said he was a naughty, naughty. Oh, by the way, I, I don't. Oh. Did you see that? Apparently, Trump turned down the the head of. Uh, 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 there was oh god. Uh, um, Shitbird, what was shitty shitbird? Uh, uh, Stephen, um, oh man, what spray on hair? Steve Miller, Stephen oh, Miller, yes. yeah, Stephen Miller. Um, uh, the, he recommended, um, in uh, a director for the uh, 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 for ice, and apparently, Trump, uh, didn't want that director after Stephen Miller was lobbying for him. And I got to tell you, I did not see that coming. So. <laughs> sorry. Got to recycle that joke every chance we get, folks. Anyway, we must end this show now. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. The Fraulein. So. Guten Tag. All right. My See, I said we were going to end on. I said we were going to end on time because you guys have house guests and we're fucking ten minutes over. What kind of show host am I? I am a bad person. All right, uh, have a great uh, weekend, everybody. We'll see everybody on Mike Check Radio tomorrow night, and of course, I will be subbing for Paul on Paul's Memory Bank on Tuesday for I guess what what would that be? Uh, uh, an in memoriam show four months into the year. I guess it, well, technically quarterly since we're this this uh, the, in the very early days of April. So a lot of good music by a lot of good people who have left this mortal coil. We will uh, memorialize on Paul's Memory Bank this Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, we'll be back on Turn Up the Night this Tuesday. But that's it. That's all we got. We'll see everybody on uh, Tuesday. But check out all the fun stuff in between. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo!
I know all about the lemons. And I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges. Believe it or not, the lemon business is a big, big business. Yes, say yes. But we are, uh, we are going to give that very serious consideration. One of the reasons he's here is about lemons. And uh, I'll tell him about the oranges. He'll tell me about lemons. But I, I think, I think uh, we're going to be very favorably. The oranges of the... Uh, uh, Tim Apple. Apparently, I said something wrong. Sorry, I missed it. But yes, um, Monday on Paul's Memory Bank, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, I'll be filling in. But I'll be on Mike Check Radio on Saturday, 7 to 10. Well, not 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, but in the back half of the show. And of course, check out all the other fine programs here. Sorry for the mix up, everyone. I got corrected in the chat room twice. Bye.